All right, we're going live. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. The big blue bus is lost. The big blue bus is lost. The big blue bus is lost. <laughs> the big blue. The big. The big blue. Now brown cow. Big blue bus is lost. Unique. The blue bus is lost. Or was it unique New Mork or something? I'm switching Mork. us over. Yeah, Mork, unique Gork, Gork. New York. Unique Mork New York. Possibly Gork. What? 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 Yep. The world can Why see us now. Like oh, we are live. Is that what it is? We are live. Oh, I just grabbed. Hey. I just grabbed like a hair off my tongue as soon as we went live. It's just the perfect <laughs> opening. Welcome, campers, to a live cast, our 100th episode. It's going to be a good one, um, hopefully, at least. Um, but we're here to hang out for at least a couple hours. So feel free to throw some comments, ask some questions. Hey, Sam, it's good to see you in the chat. I think we'll be talking with you later. But uh, Spoiler. 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 Oh, I forgot this is a live stream. I can actually wink into the camera. Oh, it, it will be good listeners it will be good we'll see um so yeah we're gonna have uh some content for you some conversations we had a couple of special guests uh we're also doing some giveaways so do make sure that you are subscribed to our youtube channel um follow our podcast if you like that'd be nice um but also when we do have the guests on uh we'll plug their location do make sure to follow or subscribe to their stuff as well um you know help us grow we're all local to minnesota so any of you that are listening from our great state uh help support more minnesota stuff it'd be awesome yeah we love minnesota content mm-hmm. don't forget our remote location we got florida man dan with us so. yeah that's true no, he's <laughs> technically technically until he sees more than three alligators he is a minnesotan oh there you go minnesota by association how yes. many are you up to now dan uh in the wild only one yep it has All to be right. wild. It can't be zoological. Yeah, captivity, very many. So it has to be. <laughs> it has to be wild. Yep. We don't. We don't give uh, captivity the the power to grant you Floridian status. I guess is the best way to put that. Yeah, so how that long logic, does it I'm need to take me to see three total before you realize that Florida is not as dangerous as you think it is? It is as dangerous. It's like a mini Australia. It's just <laughs> snakes and gators and death. That's all it is. I don't know about all that. No, it's snakes, gators, and NASCAR. I feel like the crackheads are probably yeah. a lot worse than the gators down here, but are they also probably, at, yeah? Are they also part of Disneyland? On the outside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on, the <track. laughs> on the outside, they're the, they're the experience before you get into the park. It's yeah. like the pre-park. Yeah, <laughs> it's designed on purpose that way, so when you get inside, the park looks even better. Ooh. <laughs> Anybody out there being like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park" on your way in? <laughs> <laughs> Got any change? We're going to get taken down. <laughs> yep, because we said Disney. It's just over. Um, so, yeah, check <laughs> us out at uh, campfiregamingpodcast.com for our website. Uh, here on YouTube, our Twitter is at campgamepod, and our Instagram is campfiregamingpodcast. Um, join us on Discord, for sure. I think the link is in the description here. Um, All links below. We're yep. always playing games together. We'd like to include you in on it, too. Yeah, we will absolutely play games with you. I think we have a few listeners that we've played with, uh, and it's a good time usually. So mm-hmm. uh, you can fun. also give us suggestions for our book club episodes in there as well. So if there's something you want us to play, you can say, hey, guys, play this game. I want you to try it. 
Um, I think we did Journey very recently, and that was yep. a listener thing. So it's always fun. Some, somebody should recommend uh, Metro Last Light so that uh, we all have to <laughs> suffer through that. <laughs> suffer. I feel like Chris is already going to do that to us, so we'll just we'll let <laughs> him have time. the... He's just Give holding it, it in the pocket. <laughs> yep. Until, yep. We'll He's like, you know what? The, These guys uh, pissed me off. It's going to be a Metro month. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be Chris's trilogy of terrors. You're going to play through all of them. Right. Yep. I'll get you guys on all of them. How many picks have you had, Chris? Have you had three picks already? Two, I think. No, two. Okay. Yeah, just so Control we are, and Metro. We're mm-hmm. one away from the trilogy of terrors. I don't remember who picked a Plague Tale. Was that you, Mike? It was kind of a vote. Like, we put it up yeah. on... Matt put, like, four different things on the list, and we all voted, and I didn't even know what it was. I just voted Plague Tale because it sounded cool, and then I found out it was, like destroying puppies so <laughs> singular Mike, things, Mike but it was the first five minutes yeah. that was it that is not, that is not a good yeah. opening for that me. was the whole game right there we it's saw one for me. one dog death in the game there was one dog death there was, and it was yeah. awful terrible maybe you should train your dog better we don't know that the dog <laughs> died <laughs> oh we never saw yeah, that's true that was, it was like a blender. How do you not like? <laughs> we didn't see it die. That might have been extras that were already yeah. around the dog. Exactly. You know. The gotcha. dog got sucked in the hole. That's it. That's it, all we know. Yeah, it was an Schrodinger's green... dog. I mean, it lived happily as like a mount for the rats. Like they trained it to be like a horse. <laughs> <and they> could... <laughs> Spoilers for a Plague Tale too. Mounted rats. <laughs> I hope so. Could you imagine that? Like, not only do you get like the the hurricane of rats or the rat tornado, you get them on dogs. That's what's happened. That giant uh, tidal wave of rats in the trailer is just going to open up and there'll be a dog in the middle of it <laughs> with King Rat on top. <laughs> nice. Um, outfit. <laughs> so in about 15 minutes, we'll get our first guest on here. Um, Faisal from Black Ice will join us. Black Ice is an esports thing. We'll get more into that later. Um, but I do want to ask you guys, you know, what is your favorite thing about podcasting? Now that we've hit the big 100, what is your favorite like thing about this? Anybody can start, or I could call on names too if you put your hands up. The flexibility. I really like the flexibility of it. We get to like one of the things that we really wanted to turn into a podcast. I mean, the whole like, let's go back in time to before we started this podcast and where the idea actually came from. All right. So this was before Chris even existed in podcast land. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or, or Dan existed. Or Dan. Yeah. In podcast land. I remember. Are we going, was, are we going way back where it was really just you and me? Eating lunch one day? We can go back even further, too. Yeah. So, like, yeah. (laughs) The the genesis of the idea of this podcast came from when me and Matt were just... We were working together at the time, and we were just having lunch. We were chit-chatting about how we would love to, at one point, be able to create content so that we could get free passes to E3. Unfortunately, that has not happened yet for obvious reasons, but... um, I like the that quest. this wasn't born out of like, hey, this would be a really cool idea, and like, let's. I mean, it was a. We did think that too. To the listeners. It's like free E3. <laughs> yeah, free we wanted, but we wanted stuff. E3 tickets. Yeah. Press um, pass. But even before that, I mean, the the whole idea of this was, you know, uh, a weekly ritual that we used to have, right? And at least three of us did. Yep. Uh, that ritual being is that we would. I mean, we used to work. So <laughs> myself, Mike, and Matt used to work together and every Wednesday we would go hang out at Taco Bell and we would have usually a fairly long lunch and we would just talk and we would just like, we would air our grievances. We would talk games. We would, you know, we would just, you know, shoot the breeze. We would enjoy the fine cuisine. Enjoy the fine cuisine. Yes. 
That was key. Yeah, it was a blast. And that's, I mean, yeah, to, to your point, that's how it started. Well, that's kind of how we decided what our podcast was going to be was like, let's, we, 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 we never like get the Taco Bell and then eating Taco <laughs> Bell. That was our podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We never get at the Taco Bell, but it was all just, we would always just go there. And uh, a lot, most days we would just talk about video games and, and we did, that's kind of how we wanted to model the podcast, just get together with some cool people and talk nerdy shit. Right. We have some, I mean, we usually had some great conversation mm-hmm. when we were at our, you know, our Taco Bell time. And then, I mean, even when you and I had lunch, man, I mean, we kind of extended that every time we went out to lunch, we would end up talking about games and industry stuff and what we like, what we didn't like and new hardware and all that. We're like, we could just turn this into a podcast. We're just talking about stuff we like. Yeah. So I think that's what I enjoy about podcasting is being able to talk about stuff that I like. I like I just like talking nerdy with you guys every week. It's, yeah. it's just a blast, um, especially since we introduced the book club game. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just think that's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, some games are hit or miss, um, but it's it's getting me out of my comfort zone. Undertale was one of those games. And, you know, it, it's just it's fun playing different different games and then chatting with you guys about it. Would you, play, under, I... would you play Undertale again? Uh, I probably no. would because I beat I it. Remember, I beat it. To go. Yeah. I beat it. I mean, oh, yeah. I got the good ending. I actually beat the game. You guys With only got part codes, of the way through. Cheat codes, guides. <clears throat> Use the Prima strategy guide. Yeah, <laughs> you're like two bosses. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I looked up the guide and went back and replayed the first boss battle and saved her. So I mean. I can't say much. <laughs> I straight killed her. That was. <laughs> that was I did, and then found out I could have saved her. I'm like, oh, well, I'll go back. I'm not that far ahead. So, what about you, Mike? Oh, I get to host most of the time. Like, I get to come on here and just talk, and people listen. <laughs> You're a control freak. Yeah. I, I see. <laughs> no, um, honestly, it's just getting on here and just talking about stuff. I think we've had some really good, funny moments that I. I miss having because we had, you know, some of these conversations at Taco Bell, they were like, some of them got weird, like goofy weird, but we got into some things in the episodes here where, you know, it just, it made me laugh. Like, why did we come up with this? How did this come out of this conversation? Um, like exclusively to like Nintendo products, but yep. Labo you know, and, a, yep. and Phil Spencer. And- yep. We won't go too <laughs> deep into those, but you know, it just, some of those jokes and conversation pieces, like that's what I love the most is it's usually the amount of laughter that I can get with the group. Like, it's just good. We have a good chemistry. We have a good, like, conversation with each other. Um, so that's it. My Being with my friends. That's what it is. Aww. Aww. Not you guys, though. There's, like, somebody else here. So. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the people that are watching, those are, those are the friends you're talking about, right? Yep. Oh, yep. That's fair. All of our listeners. All nine of them. So going into the timeline a little bit, I mean, it wasn't too long after we had started the podcast before Dan joined us too. Um, it was about. We were very happy to very bring early, but I don't remember when that was. Yeah, it was, like it was November, very early. December. I think it was November, December. So about three, four months after we started, I think. I think least- having Dan to edit audio was the best thing that happened to us. Absolutely, that was starting to become kind of a burnout piece. It was like. My computer stopped running Audacity for whatever reason, so I couldn't help. <laughs> Matt was just like, well, I'll just edit everything. Dude, it was bad. It got to the point where my old MacBook, even though it was still trucking, at least so I thought, 
It was taking me two days to edit a podcast because every time I process something, it took like an hour to apply it to the program. Oh. It was bad. So that was one of the biggest reasons why I have this nice gaming laptop now is because like I need to get something better. There's no way I can keep doing it with this thing. I think wasn't it your first time using we use audacity, right? That was your first time using it. And you messaged me and you're like, hey, does every time you make a change, it take forever? To, to yeah, process? it had been a while. I mean, like, I had the program from previous, but I mean, it, it had been so long. I didn't know like what the deal was with it taking so long, but it was just my computer. <laughs> but I mean, the thing was like, I don't know, 10 years old at that point. So yeah. I shouldn't complain too much. But uh, to Mike's point, it was a uh, was a godsend that uh, Dan showed up because yeah, I definitely was getting burnt out week after week editing, having a blast. But uh, yeah, it's it well. A good you time. also do like the majority of the notes, like so you were like putting together all the show notes. You were like doing all the editing, and I'm just sitting here like I played a video game today. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an article. Put it on the notes, Matt. <laughs> Any recruiters out there that might be watching? We still do that, actually. Yeah, we still do that. A major way we do it. Yeah, here's an article, Matt. You can 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 you read that for me and be sure to put that in the show notes. (laughs) Pull out the best bit so I can look at it later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Too long, didn't read version. Yeah, put the yeah TLDR. You guys, I read the highlight. I hope you read the rest because I have no clue. We got about five minutes left here on this segment, so why don't we get through Chris, Dan? What are your your favorite bits about podcasting. You first, Dan. You've been here longer. Ooh. But, All right. But he's uh, been podcasting seniority. the lead. Like he, he only just started podcasting with us. Yeah, I'm the secret member. Nobody knew I existed yeah. recently. No, um, we all knew you existed. You we were shouted the... you out all the time. Yeah, well, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. Visually. I was just saying, did you just not listen to like it? It's no, did you see how many titles I gave you on the website? I know. It was pretty <laughs> sweet. I was disappointed when I lost it on Discord. But now I'm one of one of the crew, so it's all good. No. Um, you still have it. <laughs> but I mean, kind of on the what everyone else said, basically, I mean, honestly, I think the community aspect of this is awesome. I mean, it's cool being able to get on with you guys and just talk games and whatever. The Discord server, the people that we have on there now, not that there's a ton outside of our own group, but it's just kind of it's been cool to kind of see where you guys started and where it's gotten to now. And just like the small community that's there between you guys and everybody else. It's just awesome. It's just a ton of fun. Cool. I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, what's the cryiest song we can think of? Is that like Arms of an Angel with the ooh. puppy commercial? Or yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah you got to get the, the Sarah McLaughlin song or whatever that was. I'm so not Chris, singing it here. you're probably like the newest person out of our squad. What is yet, that? It's what, been what almost a year. That's true. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think in August. That's crazy. Yep. That sounds about right. I thought we had you on in like early june but anyways yeah it's i been could like be wrong I, it, it, it was during the pandemic i don't it, it all smashed into one big massive yeah, period of time it's a blur um it's just being able to chat video games i mean i i especially after i moved out of um retail that wasn't really a thing it uh, apparently professional offices don't tend to talk about video games a whole lot so <laughs> i think it depends on where you work because well yeah that's how us three met. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to list the names, but with the three of us. But I, I think oh, it really hit home yeah, yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, where I'm like, I'm alone. I want to talk about video games. And then eventually, I, I, I what well, I messaged you, Mike. I think, and I, I'm like, 
did you guys hear about this? And you're like, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. And I'm like, oh, well, dang. There was it's like, like three or four of those things that were like, hey, have you seen? I was like, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you not listen to us? Thanks, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it was, what's the first time I was on the Apple versus Epic Games? No, thing? no, no. We was had a before few that? before that. No, because oh, yeah. that was in the yeah. fall, wasn't it? That's yeah. So you came in, Chris, while I was on like a like a hiatus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Rich yeah, he's out for work, yeah. wedding work. Like you had a whole bunch of stuff going. Yeah. Um, and it was just down to me, Mike, and uh, one of the other guys that was with us. And then we're <laughs> me, me and Mike are like, okay, we can do this ourselves. But and then it's like, oh, hey, Chris, Chris, come come podcast, and and then we liked you, and we said, hey, you want to come for on full time? I kept doing it. Yeah. I'm glad you joined up, Chris, because I remember like one of the first episodes I was editing that you were on. I was going through. I'm like, oh, this guy's good. They should keep him. And then they did. Yep. Dan I remember that's what the... they said. To, that's what they asked me, too. They were so Mike and Matt messaged me and they were like, hey, like we're thinking about bringing this guy on to like as a permanent member. What do you what do you think about that? And so I listened to a couple of the episodes that you did. I was like, wow, this guy knows his stuff um, and he speaks really well. So I was like, that's actually great. You know, like, yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Let's bring him on. So it's Dan's fault that you have a job with <laughs> with us. I mean, it's not paying, but it's a job because it's work. Um, and it's my fault that we continue to deal with you. <laughs> oh, Pretty much. No, I'm kidding. Pretty I'm much. kidding. No, we love having you here. Um, we've kind of all adopted him. It's been a really good, like, we've had a lot of members, right? We've gone from a large crew and then it dwindled down to just a couple. And then we're kind of building back up to having a better base. And I think we've found a good group that's you know we're dedicated we're talking about the same kind of stuff we all have our own opinions nobody's just following somebody else's opinion um and everybody seems pretty engaged and i think that's something we didn't have early on yeah we had a lot of like half engagement so getting us to here i think i'm really happy with the crew that we have so same all jokes aside Mm -hmm. yeah and it's turned out really well okay you guys are all right (laughs) (laughs) So just a couple of minutes left here until we get uh, Black Ice. What is, if anyone wants to throw it out there, what is the worst thing about podcasting? And then we'll do a uh, a bit of a giveaway here if we got some people who are interested. Honestly, the worst thing is talking with you guys every week. I don't know mm. how I, I deal with it. You're a saint. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> I wish this was in person. That's the only thing I really don't like about this right now. It used to be. I yeah. know. Then that pandemic thing I mean, happened. I'm I'm glad we're able to make it work via distance, but the worst thing we haven't had this happen in a while. So knock on my desk here. I think it's made of real wood. It might not be. Who knows? But um, <laughs> we've had some technical difficulties through our time. So there are some very few, but there's some good episodes out there that were lost due to mm. either Craigbot or or some that weird so... audio issue with. Um, Zencaster, you know, but yeah, that, that losing, was probably the... losing an entire episode is the worst thing ever. It is. Yeah, I forget. There was uh-huh. there was one episode where it was like we had just a really good conversation and we're like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to be a good episode. And then I went to check the files and they weren't there. I'm like, that was I think when we were using Craig, but uh, yeah, I remember all the nightmares with Craig. Yeah. Man. Yeah, that was rough. Craig was interesting. It was it was free and it worked until we found Zencaster, but right, it led us to to greener pastures anyway. So mm-hmm. Zencaster's been pretty good to us. Yep. 
so I think that was the worst is the occasional time where we've we've lost an episode here or there and had to re-record or just go a week without one. Alrighty. Um, so before we get uh, a special guest in, um, Chris, let me know when they are joined. There's this guy. Oh my gosh, my green screen is not going to let me have it. Ah, a Steam gift card. A Steam Ooh. gift card. 20 whole dollars. Um, if you are interested in winning a $20 Steam gift card, throw a uh, the word STEAM in capital letters in the chat and uh, we'll reach out to you some way, shape, or form. Is it the first person to do it or everybody? Nope, it's going to nope, be a, it's everybody. everybody randomize yeah, we'll it. We'll randomize it. Oh, okay. Anybody. $20 oh. in Steam gift cards. So if you want a $20 Steam gift card, type in all caps S-T-E-A-M. And you could be the lucky winner of Steam twenty dollars in Steam cash. Uh, we should probably say since this is going to be up on the internet uh, for a while, if you come back, if you come to this later, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not going to be this live. Is live <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a live thing. This is for the people that are here. <laughs> yeah, the giveaways now, are are live. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on a different platform, uh, watch our live true. stuff too. In the future, <laughs> we'll probably do stuff like this more often. Now, I'll just so it. the people know, is this limited to subscribers or just people in the chat right now? Like, is there a criteria yeah. to make? So it would be nice if you subscribe, but uh, it looks like our internet machine that was going to do the randomizer isn't checking for subscriptions. So it doesn't matter as long as you put your your word Steam in there, um, you'll get it. And we'll take so, down the name but, and then randomize and pick someone. That- but please subscribe yep. anyway if you're not. Just oh, hit absolutely. that button while you're hanging out. Give us some thumbs up. We need some numbers. The YouTube algorithm doesn't help us at all, so we need you to help us instead. Numbers. <laughs> How long are we going to give them? Like two minutes? Yeah, we're going to give until uh, Faisal gets on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to win? Matt's going to win. Steam, <laughs> he spells it wrong, too. Yeah, just like what Sam said, it would be poggers if you uh, yes, if you, if you <laughs> subbed stem. Um, and yes, any listener uh, or viewer can can jump in on this. Sam, you don't have to just because you might be on the show doesn't mean that you can't possibly win. Uh, the only people stuff. who can't win are the five people in this current. This call. is true. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I man. mean, if you could spell, maybe we'd have a better chance. But it's true. <laughs> It also doesn't help that Matt very clearly shows up as a moderator in chat. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> He's trying to rig the system. <laughs> come on, people. You can get like Phasmophobia for free and come hunt ghosts with, us. Play with us. That's true. That's, that that is loose. a game that I just don't understand still. You got to play it more, man. You've well, only done like what? Once what's, or twice? What's, yeah, what don't like you understand? Three, okay, no, I understand the game. I just don't understand the appeal to it yet, I guess. I, it's like, I don't know. You're you go into a haunted house and then you look at ghosts and then you leave. Like, there's no real, like, cool. I took a picture of this poltergeist. It looks kind of creepy, but then it left me alone. Like when you guys locked me in that room and I thought it was gonna come get me, it opened the door, looked at me, and says, "Oh, you're not worth my time." And like left. And I was like, "Oh, well, I could just leave then. This is fine." Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's um. I wish it was a little more to do. Right. Like once like I mean, you can hunt the goat or the goat the goat, um, I, I think we <laughs> were talking, game. I think we were talking yesterday about it a little bit that, you know, some of the people that we've played with, they can do this. I think Chris, you mentioned clinically is the word and they can just power through something. Yeah. Right? 
There's a couple of streamers, especially. It's it's not about the gameplay. It's about the friends and memories you make along the way. Well, and they've updated it a lot since then um, to make to add some more complicated tasks to it. Like, I would love to see Mike get in there to if he can avoid a ghost hunt or flee a ghost hunt. But yeah, Mike, I could I could definitely see your perspective. It's just uh, yeah. So, Chris, you your, link, the right your link is apparently not working for Faisal. What? Oh, um, let me. What? I'm just going to jump in to take our. You have a like private code on it or anything? No. I mean, nothing more private than what I gave you guys. Uh, bear with us here. And again, uh, we're, this is still going, I think. So if you are just joining us now, we are currently giving away a $20 Steam gift card. If you would like to participate in the drawing for the Steam gift card, be sure to type STEAM in all caps in the chat. And just take the one from I dropped in our, our Slack and it should just work. Yeah, I just sent one. We'll see. Okay. That's really weird. So it was at 10.20, so hopefully he's not too (laughs) too annoyed with me. And then it's because I I have my phone. I didn't have a thing. um, Ooh. G-Slayer. Yeah, that's my homie right there. Nice. Okay. He's been list- like I know he's one of the listeners that's been with us for like a really long time. Nice, yeah. OG. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. There we go. You guys ready? Uh, Dan, pick somebody. You can just you, you can slack me the winner, um, and then we'll reach out to him. Oh, the random thing's not working. Yep. Nope, apparently not. So you can just pick someone. Go. All right, uh, all right. Uh, other than Matt, because he can't spell. What? What? Aww. Other than Matt for a lot of reasons. <laughs> uh, Chris, you want to bring in Faisal? He's here. Uh, he is here. I don't see him. Is there? Yeah, I'm hey. here. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Yeah, indeed. Ah, it's been a while. It's good to hear your voice again. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. <laughs> good to see you all here. Likewise. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so just going to give a quick overview of Black Eyes. Faisal, I ganked this right from your website. So it's just going to be an abridged edition of your uh, About Us. And then we'll get into some conversation. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Cool. Uh, so founded in 2019, Black Ice is a private social gaming club and a professional esports team. Our social clubs are an opportunity for passionate gamers to play, meet new people, hang out, and connect with friends in a fun, highly energetic private club environment. Black Ice also offers the opportunity for highly skilled gamers to try out and compete with the Black Ice Elite, our professional esports team. Black Ice Elite competes in high-level tournaments around the globe. So welcome, Faisal. So I've got a a quick question for you here. Uh, Did you win yesterday in Mario Kart? I did not, unfortunately. I'm not skilled at that game. I was just making up the numbers for the tournament so <laughs> did you who did you drive as were you wario i was but oh, i was I slow work. as hell <laughs> bummer bummer okay i didn't know you could drift and slide across the corners until the tournament ended <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great uh did you guys do mario kart 8 or was it um yeah this oh, okay. on the switch yeah gotcha I was going to say, they've also got the um, 
the Super Nintendo one on there if you've got the Nintendo online. So it might be cool to do like a classic throwback tournament. Um, go back to the old school Super Mario Kart. Yeah, that. that's a great idea. We might end up doing that. We do have another one coming up soon uh, next month. Okay. Um, so hopefully I'll tell the organizers to do something about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a better shot at that. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so keep an eye on uh the black ice website possibly black ice.gg um will that have your tournament information there or was the best place yes. to find yes and also uh socials as well um we've been trying to expand our channels of uh, communication with our followers so um, other event websites will slowly get populated as we figure out which ones are, are the best ones for us nice um really quick Congratulations on your Call of Duty win. That's pretty cool to see uh, the Black Eyes team come away with a, a Call of Duty tournament win. Yeah, it was nice to see because they've been practicing for a while. Um, they were a little skeptical about joining tournaments, um, but recently it's been a lot better. They're more open to joining tournaments instead of practicing too much uh, because competitive <laughs> edge only gets yep. you to a certain point. Uh, from practice so i think it's great to see them compete and finally get a bag of win yeah that's definitely cool to see like your own team jumping into something and being like hey we actually walked away at the win um you know you get that confidence like you're saying you know it it really helps them you know want to join more tournaments when they do finally get into one and the experience of playing against people that you've never really gone against or you know other coordinated teams that's that's really how you improve your skills beyond that you know just practicing level so Super cool. Um, you've also got a new location. Uh, we met and did an episode uh, in your old location, but now you are at a new place uh, in Minneapolis, I believe. How is it yes. working out? How do you like it? It's been uh, it's been fun. Uh, just a bit, a bit difficult to shift our floor plan, uh, restart basically. Um, other than that, I think. We have a great team. Uh, shout out to the Black Ice staff team and the corporate team. They've been really helpful and uh, coordinating and communicating and just put, pulling it together. Uh, we've spent almost a year um, making sure that everything's working according to a floor plan um, and then hosting a few events here and there helped us uh, test, the, test our waters and make sure that everything's working and not <laughs> blowing up <laughs> while we're at it because <laughs> there's a lot of things going on at the same time yeah and this is a much smaller space uh, so it's more compact uh, more cozy i feel like compared to the other space um but we're looking forward to have more people over and grow as a community so i'm looking forward to it so far so good yeah because that was the i mean you must have a hell of a staff because at the when we did your when we did the interview with you at the Black Ice location, the first one, I mean, this was like what, like just weeks before we went on full lockdown. I yeah. mean, how did how did that? What was the uh, what was the reaction to that? It, it was uh, pretty insane. Thinking back now, um, when you guys showed up, uh, we were literally a week away from starting, so we were almost done setting up, and a week later we were done setting up and then the lockdown happened and uh, also the George Floyd murder on Lake Street so we we were kind of had a huge setback from a business perspective right um so we 
<laughs> evacuated everything on a Sunday. Uh, two hours took us to take everything apart that we put seven months into and go into storage and kind of rebound from there, find another location. And the staff was a little sad, upset, I guess, um, but it happens, you know, we have to keep looking ahead, um, keep telling them that. And uh, yeah, they pulled it off again. And here we are again. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's exciting. And that's both exciting and I think inspiring too, because you guys just, you know, like it could have been easy to just been like, well, guess we're done. You know, like that's just the way it is. But no, you guys were like, no, we want, like, we want to make this work. This is a great idea. We want to keep this going. And I think that's awesome. That's admirable. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it, it really helps having uh, the investors group that are, that have been with us from the start and uh, supporting us and they're in it for the long game. Um, they're not in it to make short-term profits. They're here to build the community and the business. So that really helped to have the big picture goal of uh, the infinite game, I guess, and being able to sustain a plan and a budget at the same time. So I think we're looking ahead to clear skies, I hope. I think <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see where it takes us from here. It's just looking ahead at this point. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine the devastation after losing that first location. I remember talking to you, you know, at work at the time about, you know, what you guys were trying to put together and really get an understanding for that. And you could tell that there's a lot of passion uh, in what you're doing. So it's really cool to see that Very passion true. continue and push forward. So amazing. Um, question for you about your memberships what uh what do you have for membership types availability what does that look like sure um so right now we're running a promotion until the grand open uh we're open thursday to sunday um pretty late till 10 to midnight depending on the day um memberships are running at 30 dollars a month which is super sweet i think compared to what the Listed pricing is around fifty to seventy dollars, depending on you get the founders or just a monthly membership. Because founders are founders editions are limited to the first twenty people, um, but then we have a promotion running for thirty dollars a month, so it might run up to a hundred people that may sign up uh, for a monthly membership, and that gives them access to all the tournaments and access to the gaming space, and also uh, coaches and players that are out there training that they can also meet and learn from. And then Plus, we do have that day passes too. Um, okay. Those are a little hefty. So we're gearing towards folks to be part of the community uh, as a member, which will help us grow and also help people meet other people and uh, build the community together. Yeah, that the space that you had, I, mean, I haven't seen the, I've seen only pictures of the new one, but you know, having that space, uh, just the amount of social interaction that I'm hopeful to see there is going to be great. Like there are so many different things you can do there. You've got consoles, you've got, um, do you still have the driving machine set up? Like the, yeah, we yeah. Have the so there's some yeah, we do. <laughs> really cool stuff that you can go do. Like I have a few times wanted to be like, let's just go up and, you know, get like a land party going or something and <laughs> have a whole group. Up <laughs> Absolutely. There, but, We'd love to have you. <laughs> that'd be, it'd be a ton of fun. Um, so as you're looking at, you know, the, the esports side of things with the Black Ice team, um, I'm kind of interested on where you want to go with that. Um, as far as, you know, is it just kind of Call of Duty right now to start with? Or are you building up teams for other leagues? Things like um, that. 
Yeah, so a few, few things. So from the team perspective, we do have other players that are in the team that are not as highlighted because of the COVID situation. Uh, there's not been a lot of live events. So we do have a FIFA player that competes. Uh, so he's been competing mostly online. Uh, there's some fighting games like Tekken, Dragon Ball, Fighters, uh, Street Fighter V. We lost the player. He uh, left us because for with mutual reasons. And then uh, we also have Tekken 7. And then the biggest thing is the Dota team that we have. They're in tier three right now. Um, nice. We didn't qualify last year, uh, but we're still planning to keep the same team going since they've been training together for so long. Sure. Um, sure. So that's like our biggest uh, team so far. And Call of Duty is something that we're still building locally. Um, so it, it will take some time, I think. Okay. Um, Long term, um, we're still thinking about expanding our team, but just depends on the opportunity that lies in front of us, right? So scouting and making sure it's a team that aligns with our vision, the sure, short and sure. the long term, yeah. As far as scouting goes, are you looking into any of the varsity leagues that are going on, like Minnesota high schools lately? We haven't really had the chance yet. We've been hyper-focused on getting the space up and running. Oh, yeah, uh, but, but we do plan to visit all the local events and online tournaments uh, making sure that we're keeping our eyes open. Um, so that's the plan in the next few months here, post grand open. Right on. Yeah, uh, that's a really good idea. I mean, I just, uh, we just ended up watching not too long ago, the, the Minnesota varsity league for overwatch. And there's some incredible talent that's coming out of, I mean, like some of these high schools got some amazing players for some of the games that they play. It's yeah. It'd be definitely a good pool to pick from. Yeah, um, super excited uh, to see where all that ends up going. Um, and we do have to get another another group of us down there to go play some games or jump into some of these tournaments. Um, let's say I was a hopeful and I was like, I'm going to play for a Black Ice team. Um, what's the process or what does that look like for you know doing tryouts? I would say the first step is becoming a member. Um, if you're close by to Minneapolis and then we're also working on our online platform where folks can join online and join the community. So that's, that would be the first step for any black ice member to be able to join as a member. And then uh, you can share with us your vision of what you want to do. If you want to join a team or if you just want to play casually, so we'll make sure that you're working with the right folks. And if you're good enough, you might uh, throw off one of our top players out of the team and bench them. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So with setting all this up, do you still have time to play games yourself? You still get uh, out to I, FIFA events or <laughs> is that just dead for you now? <laughs> unfortunately, yes. I do miss my video games a lot, but I'm just happy I'm able to provide an experience for others where everyone can come together. So that's more rewarding for me, but I, I'm sure I'll have some time to play once this is up and running as we delegate some of the work and everything's up and running on its own. Uh, so once it's autonomous, I guess at some point I'll be able to go there and play some games. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But we do have a FIFA tournament today, so I, I plan to attend. So I might compete just for fun, uh, even though I used to be competitive, but I'm not anymore. But I, I might just join just for fun and just mess around with people. <laughs> so do you stream your tournaments? Like, Can we watch that online at all? Or is it? Uh... Yes, we are on Twitch. Uh, it's called Black Ice Club. Um, at 
at, at Twitch. So anyone can uh, search our username as Black Ice Club and they should be able to find us while we're live during our events. Perfect. And we're putting together a team that will uh, help with the presentation, um, just commentary, and then also asking questions to the players and interviewing them. So we're still working on the production side of things. Well, if you ever need a, a guest host to come in and ruin everything you're trying to do, let me know. We'll, we'll send uh, Rich over there to do some Absolutely. esports coverage. <laughs> esports coverage, yeah. We'd love to have you about, over there. <laughs> I think Matt's going to try and try out for the uh, the Halo team when that when that happens. For sure. Much, much like Faisal, th those days are far behind me now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Halo, are there any games that are that you guys have got your eyes on that are coming out um, that we haven't really seen much of the esports world yet? I know like Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon's got a decent sized thing going. So there's like Splatoon three, there's Halo, and probably a myriad of other games that I don't know. I think one of the new games that are not franchisey is Valorant. I think I don't know how to say it yet. I feel like I haven't really played it at all, but I keep hearing that name, and that's one of the games that we want to get into but we haven't really had insight into a team yet uh, so i think that's one of the teams that we're looking to expand for sure the next six months here um, but yeah nothing else at the moment but we do try to keep our eyes open to see what's out there yeah we did a whole episode on valorant i think we did uh or at least a chunk of an episode on it no that's we haven't we haven't done valorant yet that's that's riots the Bright's game. Well, did you, I remember you guys talking about like the uh, security stuff that yeah, was the, built the in. The anti-cheat stuff that was built in. Yeah. So I thought yeah. we talked about it. I don't know we if did anyone's played point. it, but I haven't played it in a long time. But I have played it. There you go. Start a team with Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out, let him know, hey, I'm your guy for Valorant. <laughs> or girl, whichever. Nice. Yeah. Well, we are just about out of time here, Faisal. Thank you for joining us and hanging out. I know we had some issues with the link, so we got to start a little bit late. Um, but Absolutely. it's always good to have you on and good to see what's going on. Anything you want to plug while you're here quick? Yeah, so our grand open is uh, September 24th to 26th. It's a three-day event, so it's going to be full of tournaments and uh, festivities. Uh, music, live music, uh, after party. So, That's cool. uh, yeah, I would say check out our website and our schedule and come through. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great um, a great idea. I really like what you guys are putting together there. So go check out blackice.gg uh, to go see a little bit about them, find their location, stop by for the grand opening. It should be a blast. Are you going to have karaoke on the opening or not so much? We can. It's a, <laughs> It'll be pretty open when we have uh, our events done. So I think folks can... Do whatever they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll definitely try and get the, the campfire crew over there for the opening. Um, Sounds great. I appreciate you all having me here. And uh, keep, keep up the great work. I love your stuff. Well, Thanks thank you. Thanks, Faisal. <laughs> thank you. Um, so as we're uh, saying goodbye to Faisal here, we've got uh, a bit of a giveaway from the Black Ice group. Um, there is a hoodie up for grabs that I will mail out to whoever... Um, puts in black ice into the chat uh, we'll grab another random person here uh faisal thank you for joining us it's great to hear from you again uh hope to see you in person real soon absolutely thanks for having me have a great day <laughs> see ya. yeah you too man thank you faisal <laughs> okay have a good one
Uh, did we want to announce who won the Steam gift card? Yeah. So the first person per our randomizer, uh, I guess Chris actually got one working. Good job, Chris. Um, G Slayer, I believe, is the uh, the winner. So. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. Black Ice one word or Black Ice two words? It's just, it doesn't matter. Oh, I suppose it does matter because we're putting it another matter. Uh, one word, just big, big, bold one word, Black Ice. <laughs> uh, so, G Slayer, if you can jump on our Discord or and message uh, one of us yeah. or our Twitter and message one of us and say, hey, um, I am this person. I got the Steam gift card. Uh, we'll send you a code. Be sure to tell us I am the G Slayer. Yeah, it's got to be like, give us a good, fun message. Yeah. And then we will send you out your $20 Steam gift card. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. Can and we get like luck? a really cool air horn for the. Bow, the bow, 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 bow. Thanks, Rich. There you go. <laughs> we'll get a soundboard one of these days. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> no, I'll get mine hooked up with thing. a little. I got little pads. Yeah, nice. but we got to make sure that it's me doing the air horn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, real one. It's got to be Rich's air horn yeah. for sure. Yeah. Did you, hooked up to a button. Rich, did you hear us trying to imitate your air horn on the other episode? I don't know. Re- I didn't listen to that one. Don't. Don't. It went really well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I have to. Now I want to. We couldn't We couldn't quite match that. So it, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, we got the Black Ice giveaway going here now. Uh, next question for you, Gentle Feathers. Um, book club episodes. What is your favorite game we've played so far? And what is your worst pick award? Oh, oh that, that one's going <laughs> to be an easy one. <laughs> That's me. Everybody's favorite's obviously Metro, right? I feel like Dan just gave 100%. his worst pick, but um, we'll go around the room. We'll start with uh, with Matt. Do we here. need a refresher on the games we've played? Uh, do we have a list? That would be super cool. I, know, I, I do. I have are, are we, here. I know we get, all the games that we played. I'm trying are to we going in to, order, too. Are we going to count? Uh, Rich, the... can you sing a song and name the games in order? Well, I don't know if I could sing a song, but I could name <laughs> the games in order. Are we going to count the two we did last year? Tech, we could even say yes. three. Depending are, we talk, on how... are we going all the way back to like Hellblade or are we thinking? That's not I'm, I'm, here was... I'm wondering what the question. We'll like, start yeah, with think... like when we no, no. donned the book club. I think we can go all the way back. I mean, the first book club was Resident Evil, right? But we okay. can go all yes. the way back. Yeah. If you want to say Hellblade, you can say Hellblade. Like, it's fine. But we'll start with you, Matt. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would like to put a, a special shout out to Hellblade. That wasn't a book club X uh, episode, but it kind of technically was our first adventure into that type of episode. Um, I mean, if you really wanted to get specific, you could say Gears of War five was technically oh, that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was like my... the first game that you guys as a, like as a group played and reviewed. Yep. And, uh, had my 15 minute intro yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that like episode three or something like that something like that it was pretty yeah. early on yeah but um so so okay well see this isn't fair because we picked one of my favorite games of all time so i'll leave sunset overdrive out of the, the running <laughs> um i'd have to go with either strangely enough undertale or biohazard because those were the first time playing those type of games for me. So it was kind of a fun experience. Was um, that your first Resident Evil? That is. That's my first Resident Evil. Uh, wow. I okay. had a lot of fun with that one. I, I think just for the surprise factor, I'm going to go to Undertale. Because to me, that's a game I'd never in a million years would have played. And I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, and I don't. I didn't hate this game. But just because, as I've said, go listen to the episode. 
this isn't a, a, a stab at you, Chris, or anything, but Metro was probably that was probably more disappointing than like the worst game because I'd heard it was a great game for years and years and really wanted to play it. Um, and it didn't live up to the expectations I had for it. Um, I wouldn't say it was an awful game, um, but I think from expectations, I thought it was going to be better. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's my two picks, Undertale and Metro. Let's go next. You want to go Chris or Dan? I'm, I'm I mean, I'll let all of you guys bash the game I picked first, and then I'll finally go. <laughs> All right, so I'll go next then. So the game that I liked the most that we did, um, just because, like, I think I wanted to select this game as the game I liked the most, mainly because it was it was one of those games that really proved that I could play some that I wanted to play something outside of my element and really enjoy myself. And I think that was probably a Plague Tale. Um, it was like when you picked it, I was worried that I was going to get so bored with that game but it was just the exact opposite i thought it was beautiful had a beautiful score great story great characters the dialogue was eh, but it was like overall it was just in a it was a really really good pick and i think that was probably one of my favorites to this day so far and so i think i'd go with a plague tale as my favorite but i would also say as my least favorite just because I don't want to shit on Chris too much, uh, I'm just going to pick Sunset Overdrive as my least favorite just to spite <laughs> Matt. Even though I a, thought the game was fine. I want to yeah. give a thumbs up to your Rat Tornado pick. The Rat, the rat Tornadoes? Yeah, I like the Rat Tornadoes. <laughs> Chris, you go. All right. Uh, right in the sandwich between us all. <laughs> um. I will say my favorite pick is is also going to be a Plague Tale, just because it's easily a game I would have just skipped if it wasn't for the book club. Uh, Undertale had always kind of been on my radar. We I just never made time for it, so I enjoyed it. But man, a Plague Tale was great. I loved every second of it. And for worse. Um, yeah, that one's tougher for me because I've generally enjoyed everything we've played so far. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to attack myself on this one. I, just because it's a game I have played numerous times in the past, it would be Metro because it, it, it really was just me kind of, <laughs> I will honestly say, being kind of lazy in the pick and hoping to get more people to play it more than I was playing it for myself because I've beaten it like four times before. So you set us up. You yeah, knew how less, bad yeah. it was. You, were like, uh, yeah. you can't complain uh, well, anymore. I, yep, I had, nope. He liked it though. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I had fonder memories of it. It's, he it's liked kind of Metro my style. or he liked us pooping on it. I it guess be, it, well, it could be multiple Metro. things. Both. Yeah. <laughs> it could be both. Nice. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I did not manage to play through all of the games that have been offered up to this point since I got in here. Um, so, but honestly, I got to go with Undertale as far as the best one, because I never, ever would have picked that game at all. But other than some frustrating like restarts because of dying over something stupid somewhere, it was actually really cool. And it was much better than I thought it was going to be. And it was definitely out of the realm of anything I ever would have touched. But I don't really have a worst pick, 
But to go with the trend, I'm going to say Metro. And the only reason <laughs> I'm going to say that is because I remembered playing it, playing a demo of it years ago. And then I started getting into it when it was a book club episode here. And I mean, I wasn't that impressed with it either time. I mean, I still want to give it the whole thing and finish it off eventually, but there wasn't anything that really kind of sucked me into it and was like, oh, I really want to see where this goes. There was just something that I don't know, just didn't pull me in very much. So that's the only reason I'm going to say that. But that's not an entirely negative review because I obviously didn't finish it. So my mind could change it. Sure, sure. Point. Well, again, I don't, I don't think my review was negative on it either. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we talk like we were like really dumped on the game and we really hated it, but it like it was OK. It was okay. just weird. I think it I, suffered it, from the fact that we had to rush through it. Well, it in that too. It just didn't age well. I think was the thing. It's also, like, definitely right? yeah. true. I, well, yeah. well, I'll actually talk similar theme on our next book club when we record that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we were not talking about that yet. I think which is destroy all humans. By the way, yes. So yeah. you have a week to play through destroy all humans. Then you those of you who are listening, and, and then we can talk get in on a. Yeah, you can talk with us in our Discord. Just wanted to throw that out there. I do think that the fact that I rushed through Metro made it better because if I was like really taking my time with it, I probably would have had more to be like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of this. Um, especially you know dying at the you know closer to the end and being on a death loop because of the save issue. Mm. Um, oh yeah, like that was a huge piece. But that's actually not my like worst pick in my opinion. Um, I would say Undertale just because it was so goofy is kind of my favorite so far. It was. You know, I it was my pick, but at the same time, it wasn't. It was something I always wanted to try. It was like I, I don't want to play it at the same time because it looks boring. Like it, it could be really fun, but it looks boring. It turned out to be just this fun, fantastic adventure. Um, but it was control for me. It was kind of the worst one. Sorry, Chris, another Chris game. But it, it was. I love that game. The <laughs> gameplay was fine. The map design killed me. Oh, I, I sure. hated yeah. navigation in that game so it's much impossible. because it's like bad signage in a mall, right? You're just like, where yep. am I going? Like, this says to go to this way. <laughs> that said, I just came from there and it says to go to that. What, like, you turn around and it's telling you to go the opposite way for the same place. I'm like, what the yep. hell is this place? Um, so it just, that alone turned me off from the game to where I didn't want to complete it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my that, pick. That game took me about halfway through to, to really start enjoying it. And that's when I started getting my like Jedi superpowers of flying and chucking things. But uh, and I, I agree with you, Mike, the trying to get her around my map. If you remember, my map would there was always a bug that it wouldn't load up. The, the map wasn't the greatest in the first place. But there were times where I'm like, okay, how do I get here? And I'd pull right, the map screen right. and it, it wouldn't load the map. Like the screen would come up, but the image would, wouldn't. But um, I think that one, um, we've talked about this a few times. I think some of these games do suffer a little bit because we do play it in a month. I, I think I would have enjoyed Control a little bit more if I wasn't squeezing it into a month. Mm -hmm. um, but I also didn't hate the game. Again, I enjoyed it once I started feeling like a, a Jedi. And then I had a ton of fun with it. Uh, it was just, yeah, it's a little rough to get started. And the map bug sucked. I just, yeah. I, once we got to the music video, I just immediately yeah. lost, like, I don't care anymore. This is now officially the greatest game ever made. I like the, um, I forget the name of it, the big vault. And they were all side missions, but you went to those different. Uh, yeah, the uh, Panopticon. Yeah, and and um, like the stoplight, and, you know, and then and watching that dude stare at the refrigerator all day, things like that were just then it, then it started getting fun. Yeah, or the killer, uh, 
uh, rubber duck or whatever. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I have to agree with uh, Anthony in our chat that, yeah, control does make you kind of want to be a finished janitor. Uh, <laughs> that dude had power. Uh, he had a nice Walkman. Did have a nice walk. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't trust him. I didn't trust because you first you meet him right at the start. The, the building is starting to be all weird and funky. And then you talk to this janitor. I'm like, OK, it makes sense. Janitor after hours cleaning, whatever. And he had a Walkman. And I'm like, uh, mm. something's a little I thought he was the bad guy. guy right off the bat. So I just didn't trust him. I didn't think he was a bad guy. That's just like, yeah, I've got my eyes on you. <laughs> Honestly, Rich. I think like one of the most memorable things about the book club, at least for me, was Metaton from Undertale. That was like my favorite boss fight in like every game that we've played so far. <laughs> from Undertale, you know. Do you remember what that one is with the with the TV show and yeah. you're, you're fighting the robot Metaton? Go through the cooking show and then the. Um, and like, the uh, you have to get the TV ratings. Yeah. Like, I was jamming out that whole time, you know, I was just jamming out that whole time I was fighting that boss. I didn't even care that I died like 6,000 times to him. I was just like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. We've picked a lot of games that have some really good soundtracks. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, um, yeah. Undertale or not Undertale. Um, Plague Tale. Plague mm-hmm. Tale just had a absolutely awesome soundtrack. I enjoyed a. Uh... Undertale had a good one. Sunset Overdrive had a good one. Oh, yeah. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was forgettable, I think. I don't know. Ah, come on. That was like Tony Hawk level. <laughs> Not as many big names, but good mix. I do yeah. agree, Sam. The music in Undertale was excellente. It was really good. Excellente. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it looks like we've got so a winner good. for the hoodie. I'll let Chris announce. Yep. Um, I, and I apologize. I'm incredibly horrible with names but that's just the way um my stupid brain works uh <laughs> but it, we have elaney is our winner for the black the ice hoodie for the black ice hoodie yes yep. congratulations to elaney if that's how it is pronounced all righty um before we jump on with uh the world forge podcast i'm not sure if it's going to be the whole cast but uh that would be great i know we got sam here at least um hopping in shortly hopefully we sent you the link uh because the last one apparently wasn't working for faisal so we got you going with a new one um yeah oh good i said it right perfect Woo-hoo. we've got one more giveaway um <laughs> it's a phil spencer special uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we oh, have. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my mind goes someplace else now. <laughs> with, with Phil Spencer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, we have an Xbox Game Pass gift card for three months. So if you are interested, and you have an Xbox, and you would like, uh, you know, to win that, you know, throw throw in Phil Spencer in the chat, and we'll get to that. One word or two words. Three words. <laughs> all right figure well, out his middle name Ooh, if you can fill out his if you can figure out his middle name maybe you'll just get it i don't know that's, I wonder if that's, even that's tricky is it googleable i don't know <laughs> um it's not uh i don't think it's in his wiki that's also just gonna go look i, mean, I, I suppose know. yeah let's just keep it easy then let's just two words yeah 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 just fill space spencer all caps yep. so if you want to win a game what is how many months of game pass 
three months three, three months three months game pass gift card throw phil spencer uh come on don't get my background oh, okay we'll just have my tent in the background <laughs> there too but whatever game pass um so that is it's not dumbledore uh, it's not phil <laughs> dumbledore spencer it's craig um, come on it's uh craig it's obviously his gamer tag phil p3 spencer yep. oh, yeah oh that makes so much more sense now uh, he's a rapper on the side so p3 um, Eleni, if you want to jump over to our Discord or our Twitter, I think the links are in the YouTube page here. Send us a message. We'll get back to you on the uh, the hoodie. And get that out your way. All right, Microsoft. If you're listening, you need to sponsor. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been trying. We we've, we've been wanting that Game Pass sponsorship like basically since the podcast began. We've been begging. Yeah. It's been, been unofficial sponsorships. That. Right. It needs to be real. We we're all massive we're fans. Like, and... We were we were advocates of Game Pass before it was cool on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's every uh every every deal. Uh, but yeah, so like we say if you in every want episode. Three months of Game Pass. Be sure to type Phil Space Spencer in all caps in Phil the chat. Spencer. And remember, you don't have to have an Xbox. There's also PC games on there. Yes, it is. It is yeah, I forgot all about that. Don't right? limit it is yourself. Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate. Yep. Yes. Yep. It is Game Pass Ultimate so that you can play all your favorite things like, you know, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. half of our book club games. Like, you can play all And those. to throw it out there, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the xCloud or whatever name they went with is also included with Game Pass now, correct? It is included with Game Pass Ultimate. So technically, you can play some games on your phone. Right. Yeah. I does everybody have a phone? So I mean I would hope so. Yeah, it's for Diablo, silly. Um Yeah. <laughs> I about no, that. so yeah, if you do have a PC as well, like the Game Pass is such a great deal because there's hundreds of games that you can pick from and install and play for this this little gift card. So absolutely um even if you've already won, you can throw in Phil Spencer. We'll we'll give these away to whoever. Uh, right now, we've got Sam coming in from World Forge Podcast. Um, now let's bring him on in. Another previous guest of the podcast. Woo. And you've probably been seeing him in the chat. Yes. Connecting to audio, we'll have him shortly. Hey, hello. Hey, how's go. it going, buddy? Hey, he's got a voice for podcasts. We got to quit now. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> We're just done. All We're right. Done. Yep. Oh. Cast over. This is your podcast right. now, Sam. Yep. You, just, oh. you got to run two. It's it's over. Yeah. You know, I, I, oh, I think I'm having some issues here with my audio. I can only hear you through the stream. I can't hear you through. Oh, no. Through the actual Zoom call. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> We'll give you a moment to get so that. So while he while he fixes uh while he fixes that he I believe Sam here was the first guest that we had had on the podcast and this was also pretty early on in the early days of the podcast we had um we did an episode talking about that was one of our game design discussions too wasn't it Correct. we were talking about like I think we were talking about like Doom and game design and you know utilization of like weapons and things like that and yep. we were kind of integrating that into you know. Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop gaming and all sorts of we had it was a good conversation definitely an episode worth listening to Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun I I appreciated you guys bringing me on yeah well we're glad to have you back (laughs) Uh, I don't know why my my video isn't working for some reason so uh, you know 
I mean, that's Unfortunately, fine. Nobody else yeah, wants yeah. to do video. Even Dan, <laughs> even Dan. I was going to say, so. Dan just walked away from <laughs> us. Too. I'll just have to make sure that my Foley work makes up for the difference. You know, I'll have all kinds of great sound effects and stuff over here. Yeah. The voice makes up for it. I mean, we could basically like, you don't even need it, man. We, we, all the beauty is in the voice. So Sam, I'm yeah, going to give you know, a, a quick like rundown of what your show is. Uh, if that's cool. Yeah, please. Um, didn't mean to cut you off there. I just want to get us going on, on stuff. Uh, tell them who you are, and then we'll get into you know more fun in the conversation here. Uh, so World Forge is a comedy telling podcast for creators and world builders. Each episode, your hosts Sam and Piper use random prompts to create a hero, a villain, a monster, or who knows what else. Um, you can check them out uh, on all sorts of different platforms. Uh, I'm currently reading this directly from the Apple podcast, um, but I think you guys are on Spotify <laughs> and some other places too. Um, otherwise go follow them, uh, you know, on your favorite listening platform, as well as check them out on Twitter world forge pod and go say, Hey, to Sam and Piper. Thank you. That was really impressive. It's like you were reading it yeah, directly off of a script. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, uh, <laughs> actually you did all the work for me cause I just ripped it straight off of Apple podcast. So thank you for that. Um, you're welcome. It's good copy, isn't it? Yeah. it? It is pretty good. It was a lot better. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh so do you just build worlds or do you actually play worlds too like do you oh we we do it all um it, it's funny uh let me crack open my number one minneapolis <laughs> party boy here cracking open my 11 a.m beer uh, nice. there you go there you uh, go. uh there's, good the, there's the yes exactly I'm drinking insight dank bot uh and honestly this is the fuel that keeps our show going good beer uh, but, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we do play actually Ricky was the guy that first got me into Dungeons and Dragons way back in the day. This would have been like 17, 18 years ago or something like that way back in like third grade or something sitting around in, in Ricky's uh, garage with our, with our 3.0 source books. Yep. And, uh, if that yeah. doesn't date us enough. Yeah. <laughs> we started playing in not 3.5. It was 3.0. I still have 3. those. By the way. I still have yeah. those books. I think I have one of, I might have one of yours or one of uh, Robbie's actually that I, I have a habit of collecting these source books that aren't mine. I've never once purchased a D and D book and I've got a stack of them about two feet tall <laughs> that just find their way into my, <laughs> into my possession. From That's people. the best but, way to do it. They're expensive. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, no, Ricky got me started and um, you know, so we, I've kind of played through uh, you know, up to five E now we play sort of a hybridized version of the game. Right. Um, you just I really three miss... and five together. Like, Yes. Yep, yeah, we skip right over four. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone skips four. That's you what know I did what? too. Four hot take here. Four does have some really cool, uh, like, you know, the minion system I think is really great from 4E. And I think there's some, there's some really interesting uh, inspiration, I think, started in 4E. Like, I think there's some cool stuff that's there. It's just a shame that it was packaged inside of the rest of 4E. Um, <laughs> so we play kind of a hybridized version of, of uh, 3X and 5th edition now. So I really miss a lot of the crunch from uh, from the 3X days. Uh, and 5E definitely is geared, obviously, more towards role play. So, um, you know, we get to kind of bring a lot of that stuff in. Uh, my, my co-host and fiance, she's new to it in 5th edition. So she really, really likes the role play side of it more. That's kind of what she was like brought into. And whenever I try to make her do math, she leaves the room. So, uh, you know, we, we kind of have to, we kind of sit on both sides of that fence, but yeah, we, you know, it's, it's actually really fun. A lot of the worlds that we've built on air have specifically been things that we've built for our own games or for, for listeners games as well. Um, 
you know, we'll have people send in, you know, kind of uh, like elevator pitches of the worlds they're, they're working on. And they'll say, Hey, I have a question about, you know, what, what should dwarves be like in this world? Here's what I have so far. Do you guys want to fill in the, the, the blanks for us? And so we've had a lot of fun working with, uh, you know, all kinds of incredible collaborators and listeners and, and people all over the world. Actually, it's, it's been really great. That's super cool to hear. Like the, the amount of community input that you guys get, um, yeah. super neat. I yeah. can imagine that it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. We just had our hundredth episode recently as well. So we're, we're right there with you guys. We would have started right around the same time. And the whole episode was, it was just like a lightning round, two hours of all listener prompts. Uh, so, you oh, know, we, we cool. created cool. like 20 or 30 different, you know, characters and worlds and, you know, little starter adventure hooks and all this stuff, all based on our listener uh, suggestions, which is just like so humbling every time we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like awesome. an absolute blast. Um, definitely one of the episodes that everyone should go listen to um, as soon as possible. Cause that's, I mean, finish this first, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen definitely to that about sounds... video games and stuff. And then, yeah, go then go listen. To that. Yeah. <laughs> even if you, even if you don't play like a tabletop RPG, that might be a good way to start looking into like how it works. And if you're interested seeing how to build your own characters and things like that, um, you know, it could be very helpful as a point of entry. So super yeah. neat. Congrats on the 100 episodes, too, by yeah, the way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Congrats awesome. on your episode 100. I think not everybody can can make it that far, right? You know, no, it takes no, a special no. breed of podcaster, a very skillful and, and talented breed of podcaster. That's, uh, I was telling these guys a couple of weeks ago as we started planning this is like, you know, I was just reading an article where it's like most people, they'll start a thing and they don't even make it to, you know, five episodes and and, and like 90, 95% of the people stop before 20. So it's yep. like, we, yeah. we're, 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 we're doing awesome. So congrats to you and uh, Piper for your podcast, making a hundred. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, definitely. And congrats. I, and thanks for the invite. Of course. <laughs> 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 you know what? I, we've been talking about it since, since <laughs> yeah. I was on your guys' show. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, it seems at the very least, I'm, so I'm going to, this is this is another little look into our world. Rich is Ricky to me. He's always been Ricky oh, to me. And yeah. Every time I interact with people he knows as an adult, they're like, "Who the heck is Ricky?" Right? <laughs> right. But uh, you know, I, he's that everybody's, got- I was actually watching everybody's <laughs> reaction every time you said it. Everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a topic of conversation when we had you on. You said Ricky, yeah. and we're all like, "Who yeah. is yeah, you're like, Ricky?" What the heck? <laughs> Sam is one of the few people that still gets to call me that. Yeah, it's Lucky a badge me, of honor, right? Such yeah, privilege. I really uh, feel like we're just going to start adjusting our <laughs> podcast. I think we've mentioned a few times to start calling you Ricky, but I feel like you might quit. It just doesn't stick. Yeah. No, you guys can't once, do it. That's how I feel. Right? Like once in a while, I'll say rich and it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It feels rough coming out of my mouth. I don't mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we, you know, we've said for the longest time, like, you know, we love having, you know, anybody from all kinds of creative backgrounds and, and, you know, different perspectives on the show. And at the very least, it seems ridiculous that, Ricky, who got me into the game, hasn't been on the show yet. So that's absolutely our our uh, shortcoming. Uh, we're gonna we'll we'll be sure to have you guys on at some point. Come on, Ricky. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I think I think we've uh, <laughs> pushed him into the world of Warhammer now. So I don't know that he's Dude. Gonna, <sighs> gonna jump into any other table. I literally haven't. Yeah. I haven't been able to think about anything else for like the last three weeks, dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> plastic. Yeah, don't you mean uh, into crack. the world of of uh, poverty? Because that's kind of <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Every time, no joke. Every time I go into a game shop now, I end up walking out $60 poorer. <laughs> Jeez, sounds like when I used to play magic. 
Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you on board with the 3D printer, Rich, and, and then you'll be a little a little happier. Yeah, there you go. Cheaper. I feel like I'm cheating. Like I'm cheating on Warhammer. Well, if you build your army first <laughs> and then print stupid stuff that you're like, yeah, this would be fun, but I don't want to pay for it. So Yeah. You know what you do, Ricky? You just get one of those little uh, those little pog press machines, those little there button presses, and then just take a <laughs> screenshot of some tyranids and then just you know pop them onto a little a little token. Like yeah, like uh, a little token, and just use those. Yeah. They, <laughs> there you go. That won't make anybody mad. Do <laughs> <No, no. laughs> you imagine showing up to play like a tournament with pogs? Yeah. Like they wouldn't love yeah, right? me. Yeah, they it's the squashed army. It's, it's a new thing. Don't worry. Exactly. <laughs> this is yeah. way better. Hobbyists hate him. Ten reasons why. Nice. Yep. Good video. <laughs> Um, so question for you, Sam, um, with the pandemic here, you know, how is, how has tabletop gaming worked out for you since things happened? Did you jump over to digital platforms? Did you just quit and only focus on like the world building (laughs) side or how did that shape the way you play? Yeah, it's funny. Um, we, you know, we had been in the middle of a little bit of a drought, right? When the, you, you know, every game is on hold until it's not right. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of games that have been going on for years and years and we'll go sometimes six months or a year without playing. Right. Um, my longest running campaign right now started shortly after Piper and I started dating like six years ago and we haven't played in like two years. Right. That I still consider that an active game. Right. But right at the beginning of, of, uh, lockdown, we were sort of in this drought where, you know, we hadn't really played in like three or four months anyway. And then suddenly we wanted to go play again. You know, it was like a a well into the lockdown. We were like, oh, shit, how do we do this now? You know, so we had this really kind of weird adjustment period that we we did have to kind of figure out, okay, how do you use, you know, what what virtual tabletop are we going to use? You know, what uh, are we just going to do this through Zoom and do theater of the mind or do through Discord or whatever? Are we going to try and go with like a fantasy grounds or something like that? Um, And we ended up actually, uh, you know, our our group, like I said, is... um, my fiance is much more into the role play side of things. And a lot of our players that we play with now are also kind of newly brought into the game in fifth edition. So, you know, we were sort of lucky that we were able to use just theater of the mind and it really didn't end up being that big of an adjustment for us. Um, You know, for us, like I love miniatures and terrain building and stuff like that, but that's just kind of a, a nice little benefit for like when I DM and I use miniatures, it's for me, not my players. You know what I mean? Like I get to be like, Oh, look at all this cool. You know, I painted these and made these, and, you know, my players could really care less. Like they don't really care about that kind of thing as much. So, um, you know, we, it ended up being a little bit easier of a transition than we thought. The only game that we really had to, um, had to really take seriously and kind of figure out how to manage that online was actually a game that that piper my my fiance and co-host ran and it was one of the first games that she had ran actually ever um we were running it for some other podcast friends of ours uh, it was a little one shot we did and so you know she had a bunch of maps commissioned and she had to figure out how to do like screen sharing and stuff and we had all these like sound effects and things like that so we found some really interesting resources that enabled us to do that a little bit easier um there's a, a website called bard.ly that it's basically like it creates like a shared soundscape. Essentially, everybody just opens up this page, and then one person controls a sound effect, a sound, uh, a soundtrack that everybody hears as you play remotely. Um, you know, there there are a lot of really cool things like that that I think even just in the last year or so have emerged as a response to people having to find ways to play online, and I I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, that so, is that is pretty great. I, I, I'm going to go check oh, out that bar. Like, I was going to say the second we're done. I see Bardley. Like, that's what it says to me, but I, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Rich. 
Oh, I was going to say, so, you know, kind of going all the way back, Sam, I remember when, so when we first started playing, we didn't do, I remember we didn't do a lot of the, uh, a lot of the RP stuff. It was more like little RP, but big G, you know what I mean? Like we we focused a lot on like the dungeon design and like um, (laughs) encounters and things like that. I remember you had a really big thing where you were really good at like creating puzzles and, um, and I think at one, at one point in time, you kind of became like the, the de facto GM for us too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think you were the one that just like doing it the most. Um, yeah. But uh, what I was going to ask is, is like, so you've been DMing for basically ever since then, right? Since before we were in, even in high school, like, what would you say, yeah. like, as a, as a tip for people who are just getting into D&D, if they do want to start with their own games as a DM, well, how do you think they find their style, right? You know, because as you were talking yeah. about, you know, yeah, Piper style is, is you know, more on the bigger part of the RP, maybe less so on the G. And you yeah. you could, I think you can, I don't know what your style is anymore. Um, but I, <laughs> I would think like, for me at least, when I play Dungeons and Dragons, I like focusing more on like the strategy and moving around the pieces and attacking the right things yeah. and like that. So um, what would you, what, what advice would you give for a, a budding DM to find their style? You know, I, I think that's a really awesome and important question to kind of ask, right? And I think what it comes down to really is kind of accepting that the story isn't really just yours, right? Like the story belongs to everybody at the table. Um, and I think depending on what group I'm playing with, the answer to this question is going to be sort of different, right? I, I think really what you need to be able to... My, my DMing style is, I would say, kind of a collaborative storytelling approach. Um, I think that's really a direction that I've moved a lot in the last couple of years and partly as a way of you know, relieving some of the burden of having to create everything myself, right? Um, you know, when you're building these huge, massive worlds and you need to play a game every week, that's that's a significant amount of work if you're also, you know, have a full-time job and have, you know, have other, other responsibilities in your life. Right. So something that I've really leaned towards a lot lately is, um, just that sort of collaborative aspect of it. So, you know, anytime I walk into a room instead of on my own saying, Oh, okay, you, you walk into a room, there's an elf over in the corner. Who's, uh, you know, he's in his cups. And then there's a, there's a dwarf over here at the bar. Who's getting into an argument with, uh, with a drow. And then from the ceiling is like a, you know, golden chandelier. Like what I like to do instead is I'll lay kind of the groundwork, um, you know, kind of set the tone a little bit. And then I like to ask all my players, anytime we go into a new space, what's something that you see here? Who is someone that you see here? And then I try to kind of incorporate all those things into the story. And I find that that's a really helpful way to be able to engage all of my players more, to give them a little bit more ownership over the world and the story. And then it lets us have kind of dynamic encounters too, right? If one of my players says, hey, there's a chandelier hanging low from the ceiling, maybe in combat later, they're swinging from that, you know, like there's little things, little details that I couldn't necessarily think of on my own that they get to infuse into the world. Um, And I I really have liked that a lot, Um, even to the point of, you know, if I have a... um, if I have like an NPC, like a shopkeeper or something like that, uh, I'll even sometimes let, if, if I have multiple NPCs in one scene, I'll even let my players kind of take over the NPCs sometime. And we, it's, it's a lot more kind of improv and sort of riffing like that. Um, and it's, it's been a really, really satisfying way to kind of learn about mm-hmm. how my players like to play and the kinds of things that they like in their game. And that really just enables me to, to give them more stuff that they want, you know? Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I guess the, to, 
to distill this down to a piece of advice is, um, you know, don't feel like you have to do it all yourself. Uh, open the door for, you know, communication at your table and for collaboration and make sure that you're trying to meet everybody's needs. Uh, and I think it makes everything a lot easier for everybody if you do that. Oh, so, right. so you were saying that Piper's kind of newer to the game with fifth edition. Uh, did your style change around that same time or had you changed to this way of playing? Uh, my question is, I'm wondering how that works with newer players. You know, people who aren't quite yeah. confident enough to make, you know, like their own character designs really fleshed out or don't really know like what the world should look like or could look like. Or they um, don't really engage in the RP. Yeah, they yeah. feel like uncomfortable yeah. with the RP part. So how would you yeah. how would you coax that with a newer player um, in that style of DMing? Yeah, you know, I, I think, like I said, it really just kind of comes down to like, you know, you, you have a session zero, right? You you need to kind of understand what it is that all of your players really want out of your game. If your players are nervous about the RP aspect of things, like I'll try to make sure to include something else that they can engage with comfortably or if they you know if they don't really like the combat as much i'll try to make sure that there is more rp type stuff or that you know i i think you you talk about the three pillars of DD, right there's the exploration there's the you know like kind of skill-based things and then there's there's combat um and role play i think kind of cover like it's sort of an umbrella that all of that stuff kind of fits under right and i think you can find ways to give your players opportunity to role play within all three of those sort of spheres. Um, and, and I think it's just sort of figuring out what your players are comfortable with, what they want out of the game. And a lot of times just having a conversation where I literally ask them, Hey, what do you want? What do you want to do? You know? And then I'll kind of build the world around that. Um, you know, and I've, I found that we've had a lot of luck with that. Um, you know, that being said, most of the people that I play with are either, you know, people that I've known for a very long time. So we have this comfortability naturally or people who are, you know, podcasters and presenters. So they're obviously very, you know, they want to be in the spotlight. They want to run their mouths and role play you know, <laughs> and, and do stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think anybody can have fun role playing. It's just sort of finding the right kind of platform for them. So it sounds like you've kind of built like a framework for D and D just like the three pillars thing kind of stands out as like a, Hey, I could, mm -hmm do this um and i think you just sold me on session zero it's like i was never a session zero i was like no we're just gonna play it and you figure out as we play like <laughs> you, that's that's how you're gonna learn like we're gonna dive in the you. deep end um you know yeah. like with matt here on the podcast you know his first adventure with at least my DD group was we were playing curse of Strahd. good luck with that one like you're you're gonna probably <laughs> die right like um, yeah, I survived till the end. You, Still you stuck did, in Barovia, but I survived. Mean, you, you did go like toe to toe with the head vampire, so like <laughs> you you basically saved everyone by killing yourself. So. Um, but I am also just a last bit here about the miniatures piece. Um, I'm the same way. I love having miniatures on the table, and it might just be for me. I'm like, I want to paint them. Yeah. I want to build them. I want a map and I want like this whole cool looking <laughs> battlefield the whole time. So much so that I'm actually looking at taking the rhyme of the frost maiden and printing out that entire, like every dungeon or building. Oh uh, my that you God. Go Amazing. So uh, if I, <laughs> if I do get that uh, going here, I'll, I'll send you some pics and uh, maybe jump on a, an episode. We could talk about like building out the terrain and stuff like that. So yeah, I would fun. absolutely love that. Yeah. Cool. That'd be cool. It's not something that we really get to talk about a lot on our show, right? Obviously, podcasting is an audio medium, so it's kind yep. of hard for us to bring in things like that. But I think that would be a really, really fun thing to explore a little bit more and say, how can these, 
you know, how can miniatures and how can terrain and stuff impact the way you tell stories? How does that enrich, you know, the, 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 the intertextuality of that would be like the, the fancy communication studies term, right? (laughs) Where, you know, you have stories being told through multiple different channels, through visuals, through audio, through, you know, sight, sense, sound, smell, et cetera. Yep. I definitely like theater of the mind has its place. I think there are some modules or some encounters that you have to run that way. Um, but it's, it's like, yeah, as a DM combat tracking, like where things are and distances and making sure something can happen. Like, um, playing one game where my brother was DMing, I, I think it was a Cambian that I put Tasha's hideous laughter on and blooped it into an ocean and it laughed its way to death. <laughs> like it just <laughs> fell to the bottom of the sea laughing. Right. Um, failed it saves yeah. the whole way, but like without knowing where those distances <laughs> were, I was five feet. Like if I was five feet one way or the other, that spell doesn't hit them. So trying to figure out how does this work? Can I actually get close enough? And, you know, it, as a DM, when someone's asking you, well, can I get that far? Cause they can't physically see it. You got to be like, uh, maybe like, yeah. you know, you have to figure out you have to, you basically as the DM have, or GM have to make a map of the entire place yeah. in your brain and keep track of every single little piece of thing that everyone else is doing and where they're at and, you know, the angles and like well, advantage attack rolls and like, it's so much. It right. feels like and you for, just have to be willing to fudge it a little bit more. Yeah. Like, eh, yeah. yeah, you can make it. Yeah. But for someone, I mean, uh, and, and Jamie in the chat brings up a really good point is that like, you know, when, when you're doing just, you know, a lot more theater of the mind stuff, it does kind of get a little bit more difficult to picture like, okay, where are my friends at? Where are the bad guys at? Where are the things I want to interact with? You know, like it kind of gets difficult to remember all of that information, which is why, yeah, I love doing stuff with like miniatures and getting out that grid and making, you know, visualizing it like a big chessboard. Like how much distance do I have between these certs of enemies so that I can, you know, strategically oh, yeah, place myself and my teammates in such a way that, you know, like we can make this battle even more beneficial for our favorite, like the gaming aspect. Like I really, yeah, really enjoy the exactly. game aspect of it, you know? Um, and I think that definitely is something that comes from, you know, Ricky, like our background in, yeah in non-traditional gaming right like in in like role-playing strategy like real-time strategy type games right Right. and and i feel the same way um (laughs) and i think it's you know there are ways to kind of abstract that as well that can make it a little bit more accessible right i mean there are a lot of systems that instead of using you know five foot increments they say okay you're either close medium or far away from something right and so you have this sort of this wiggle room within there that you can you can define that more narratively than you then you have to based on, uh, you know, just solely actual physical relative location. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of approaches to that that work really well, depending on what your players want. Mm-hmm. So I hate to cut it short here, but we're running out of time before our next uh, guest will come on. Sam, you actually cast, <laughs> I believe you were on the episode with our next guest. Um, so if you want to hang out, I don't see any reason why not. Um, but I if would you want to drop you, off. It's totally your call. Um, no, I'm having a blast. I'll, I'll stick around as long as y'all want. Excellent. Yeah. Um, we have some maintenance here on a giveaway. Um, I believe Joseph Arnold wins the Game Pass uh, gift card. So Congratulations. Joe, Joe, Joseph, if you're still there, uh, hopefully Yay. it's been a little while. Um, <laughs> please send us a message here to let us know you're still listening so that, hey, we can give this to you. Secondly, uh, hit us up on Discord and say, hey, I'm Joe. I won the Game Pass thing. I don't know if he's still on. Uh, if not, we'll have to re-roll it and we'll see what happens. Joseph. Um, Joseph. Uh, I'm pretty sure they are in Discord. Okay. Sounds good. Um, 
yeah, Rich, if you know him, then feel free to reach out and let him know he won the Game Pass card. Sure. Um, okay. Something cool here. Oh, uh, on nice. the, well, don't be on the phone. <laughs> Unacceptable. Talking, listen to us. Not to what could be so important. Seriously. Um, we are going to do a cool giveaway here um, with Sam. So if anyone is interested in some D&D stuff, um, I've got this. Uh, come on. You work. <laughs> uh, work. It's, it's there. It's a book. You can. Kind of, okay. So it's a book of invisibility. Oh, hey, there we go. Yes. I'm yes. <laughs> We've got there good we go. pictures of it on our Twitter. Yeah, you can yeah, check it like out. Yes, yeah, so uh, give us a follow there and check out the pictures of the book. So there's oh I'm gonna hit my mic. Uh there is that book, and then there's these fancy dancy dice. Um, a set of metal dice, and to go along with the theme of World Forge, I've got a world builders journal. Uh it is a booklet Ooh. that has a bunch of prompts in inside of it um to help you kind of build this together. So, like uh one of the prompts is not that one, because that one kind of sucks, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sell on the prize. Yeah, I know. Right? I have a lot of those ideas, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things is like, now imagine that you're a character with um, an adventuring party. As your character, how do you extract information? So really understanding, like, the depth of your character, like, what are some of the things that um, you could do, right? Like, how would you as what you're playing as take information from somebody um, or something, whatever it may be like ripping toenails out of like the, the, you know, <laughs> illithid that's like not wanting to talk to you or mm, brutal, man, Jesus. They're stealing yeah. secret documents yeah. or very diplomatic or yeah. A like, lot of ways. Are you going to bribe them? Things like that. Um, so yeah, that is up for grabs. Uh, for those of you who are interested in the D and D stuff, feel free to put in the word role play the two words role play. I think illithids do have toenails. I don't think they have squid feet. I know they have squid faces, <laughs> but I think they have regular feet. I know they have oh fingernails, right? I think it's more of a claw situation. Well, it's still you know? kind you of rip a nail, the claws right? out then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They peel out the same way. So just as a, <laughs> to clarify the prize a little bit, is it the whole set that this person yes, is yep, winning? It's, cool. it's everything. I, awesome. You know, I thought about splitting it up. Like one person wins dice, the other, but no, it's just going to be easier to send out a, uh, a journal, but uh, roll as in roll, not like rolling the dice, but as in the character kind of roll. Okay. But, um. but you know what? It's already, it's already in there as R O L L. So we'll have to do it. That's what it is just, though. Just roll That's with dungeons, it. Yeah. 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 It's I don't think illicit have jellyfish hands, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> jellyfish hands. Oh what do you God. do with jelly? It's just wet mops. It's all you just sting everybody, and then <laughs> they have to figure out who's going to pee on the person <laughs> to kill them. They're really good. They're really good for like um, barbecuing. You can like slop your hands in the, <laughs> yeah. in the sauce and just get it all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's it's the perfect mopping tool for that. Um, yeah. So that giveaway is on the way. Um, there you go. Jared's got it. One, two, three. See, everybody wants in on this stuff. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, like this the is cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, this is cool stuff. So it's it's pretty neat. Um, hey, it was really kind Game of difficult. Pass Ultimate to, is cool. Not as cool as like a world building journal. I say this, like, is, this is a pretty is, nice little collection. Mike's yeah, Game Pass journal, is pretty. Man. I mean, there's a reason we talk about Game Pass and not Dungeons and Dragons on our podcast. If but if we were a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast, we would probably talk about. <laughs> well, I would argue, why did we start with games in the first place? Then 
because not no. everyone See, plays. Now it's time to cross tabletop. over. See, all right. <laughs> what you guys should do is you should be talking to Sam here and seeing so about got, bringing him under the. Should cold we get, state get our next guest? So we got, yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. If, like Cullen, a, if Cullen is waiting, we can hop over yeah. and, and uh, let's, bring let's, him in. I'll bring him in here. We got our crossover episode coming where it's like <laughs> yep. the Simpsons meet Bob's Burgers or something. Nice. Yeah, Campfire Gaming <laughs> Podcast Civil War. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Cullen, hey, welcome. Welcome back. Hey, what's homie. up, guys? Hey, there thanks. we go. Perfect. Hey, Colin. Hey, what's up? Two two times in like about a month having Colin back. This is wonderful. Oh, this is this is a dream. <laughs> so we're gonna try and satisfy you guys as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and wow. believe me, you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> wink wink. Colin, are you watching the uh, YouTube stream? Yeah. Can you do me a big favor right now? Okay. Pick any person in that YouTube stream. We're going to give him a $20 Steam gift card. Wow. Any, anybody? Person. Anybody? Yeah, whoever, me too? Whoever you want. I don't care. You can give it to Matt if you want, I guess. <laughs> oh, don't give it to him. Don't waste, don't waste yeah, a perfectly good Steam card. Yeah, just pick anybody. Uh, feel free. You know, if you if anybody wants it, put like, ooh, ooh, ooh in the chat and we'll we'll get uh, get that going. So that'll help ooh. you pick somebody. If they're, if they're interested, type in ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I, I'm excited for Mike's intro of Cullen. You you don't have a website to pull the intro from. I so how don't. Are you gonna... I don't. I'm really just um, description. So, go. No, nah, we're Cullen's OG man. Yep. Yep. We He's don't have OG to... campfire. He needs no introduction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're yeah, a long go, time, uh, if you're... go listen to the first whatever like 50 episodes, and I, I'm in there. There you go. Yep. A good reason to take a step back in time and check out the beginning. <laughs> Or last exactly. month's uh, Microsoft Bethesda Showcase episode. That yeah, was that was fun. True. That was a good episode. That was a good time. That was a really good episode. So kind of go like, we kind of want to just like reminisce a little bit. At least I do. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. going back to like episode one. So I don't remember. I honestly don't even remember what the content was for episode one. Was that when we started dumping on Stadia? No, that yeah. wasn't. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't was that the first episode? Wasn't Stadia the first one? No, I, oh, I it was overslept. One of them yeah. was loot boxes, I think. They were very three? like subject. No, no, Stadia and game streaming services. I just pulled it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Look at that. Dang. We've been we've been shitting on Stadia for day one. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> By the way, I want to throw it out there. We're not giving one away, but I suggested giving a Stadia away during our live stream. It's um, the consolation prize. Yeah, but we decided fun. again to give it away something good and worthwhile. Exactly. <laughs> we wanted we wanted you guys to stay around. <laughs> anyway, so going back to like episode one, Colin. I mean, we we're just kind of reminiscing about how like you remember like when we used to do this live, right? And we had um, you know, being one of the the founders of it, going back and huddling around like one single blue yeti microphone you remember how fun that was <laughs> oh my god yeah how long yeah was it was it only the it was the first episode that we had one mic and then we had two for a while right yeah yeah no that was uh the first because we was that when we were recording two at a time yes we okay mm-hmm. so like the first two episodes there was four of us you know cuddling around, around a, one a, blue yeti yeah and yeah. i remember getting home and, and we used slack to talk and i said Guys, we're getting more mics. We one is <laughs> it was not so enough. hard. 
I love picturing you guys like cheek to cheek, your your whiskers tangling up together as you're recording. <laughs> that was that was actually well, we were more like, once it... we got two two microphones, if you remember, because then it was two people yeah. cuddled together and we would take turns bouncing in and out. <laughs> right. Of it would either be like bouncing <laughs> in and out like this, or like I think um when we had our like our blue yeti episodes we were just doing this where we were just moving the microphone back and forth oh to one another so like yeah all of a sudden you'd hear uh, just a giant squeak of it like yeah going over to another you, person you've got to take the uh the tezande approach where you turn your head away from the microphone to breathe in yeah oh yeah <laughs> chocolate rain so I, my favorite part of the first episode is we did it the day after my birthday so basically right now um it's true. I, I did. I went out and did karaoke the whole night before to like, and Matt, you were there for some of it. I was there. Uh, yep. Chase was actually there for some of it, but I slept through the like. I didn't wake up until like two o'clock because I was just destroyed the night before. So I wasn't I'm, even there for the first episodes. I was just like sleep. I, I'm glad the uh, chat brought that up because I was gonna say I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna be like, yeah, we were all gonna get together as a group, and then Mike got hammered the night before and didn't show. Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a fun time um, it was a birthday party i you know it's a good time it's fair I, yeah oh colin what like of the of the 50 or so episodes that you've been a part of what do you think was one of your favorites that you got to be a part of honestly my favorite one is probably the senua episode where we had the the deep discussion about playing senua um unofficial first book club game that's yeah. kind of the birth yeah. of where that whole book club thing came from i know we started it technically with resident evil but i remember just having right. so much fun in that episode being like we need to do this again um, yeah so that was that was a good time so we got colin to thank for the genesis of the book club yeah, pretty much was that uh, was that your idea too colin to do the like a episode on hellblade uh i think kind of i think wasn't Mike and Matt, you guys were playing Senua, and then I was like, "Oh, I have Senua too. Maybe I should get, maybe I should play it too, and try and beat it at the same time." Because I, I swear, you guys were talking about potentially doing like a, a side yep. podcast episode yep. of just yep. you guys, and I was like, "Nah, forget that. Let's do it together." <laughs> well, I mean, there was like five of us, so it still was like a little right. bit of a side episode. We were looking at, oh yeah, this is a this is a great uh, game. We should probably review it. Let's do a game review, and that's kind of where it it fleshed out and you're like, yeah, let's make it a thing. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, that's a good idea. And Matt was like, yeah, that is a good idea. So basically, yeah, we have you to thank for pushing that piece. And I think it's worked out gloriously since. So I feel like Senua is such a great place to start with that too, because there, you know, you could have a 10 episode series of podcasts just about that game. Like there's so much to unpack there, right? Mm -hmm. Like the development process is so interesting The you know, the game itself, like the type of content it covers and like the, kind of the the social implications like the real world kind of message there is really significant i think I, I think that's a really remarkable ninja theory just is like an incredible team like i i'm so like i don't know we're, we're like not we don't deserve to have like such a great <laughs> you know what i mean like i i think it's really really cool what they put together uh yep. i love that uh, and for those that haven't played yet and now might be thinking about playing it uh make sure you have headphones and don't watch there's yeah. a there's a little documentary video that comes along with the game watch that after you beat it it's very very yeah. good and and really cool but yeah go play uh yeah. hellblade i think that's still on game pass right probably I think it should be are... indefinitely they're a part yeah. of microsoft now yep. yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's so, also frequently like four dollars on steam also true nice yeah. uh really quick housekeeping piece we've got a winner for the D D stuff 
Ooh. Uh, who is it? Ooh. It looks like Jared. You are our big winner for dice and a book. Nice. Oh my gosh. Wow. Can I give a, a quick shout out to Jared? He's actually a, a good friend of mine. Um, he hosts the podcast Monsters and Multiclass, which nice. is a phenomenal oh, show where every nice. week they talk about a different multiclass uh, combination and That's whether cool. it's good or totally sucks. And spoilers, <laughs> a lot of them totally suck. So. I was I was gonna say, I was wondering how how many were actually yeah. good. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most of them are terrible. Monsters <laughs> and multi-class. Is it like right. a monster yes. race that becomes a multi-class? So is it like a um, God? What's a, a good like a minotaur bard ranger? Or See, now it... that would be really cool if that was what they did. That's a way better podcast than the crap that he does, honestly. But uh, Ooh, no, they, they talk about a <laughs> they talk about a, a multi class, and then they talk about one monster every single week, and they kind of break it down and say, gotcha. like, "Hey, what's Excellent. what's interesting and unique about this? What are cool ways you can use them in your games?" Right. Um, yeah, we had. Uh, I was on an episode of him. We talked about artificer monks, and we decided that Santa Claus was the best possible <laughs> example of a monk artificer. He's a, a weird recluse that makes toys. Uh, and, uh, that, that's the kind of stuff they get up to. They're that's monsters underscore multi on Twitter. I love it, uh, Jared. If you want to jump in our Discord, send us a message. Do also please subscribe to our stuff. Um, that'd be beneficial, and we'll get this out to you uh, after you message. We'll get some contact info, like where to send it, or uh, if you're local, <laughs> maybe we'll just drop it off. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. So, well, congratulations. Absolutely, congratulations, Colin. Have you picked somebody yet? Yeah, uh, G Slayer. G Slayer gets a what another Steam gift card. I was gonna say that's nice. the second one. Wow, he's raking it in. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you have no excuse not to buy the games that we play because you can at least afford one <laughs> and something that you want. So you can come hang with us. Exactly. Right on. <laughs> uh, for those of you that are still hanging out, don't worry. We still have two more gift giveaways to do. Rich, I believe you've got a Game Pass card. And I do. A Sony. I, got, I got one here. So if you have a Sony device, uh, the next one coming up is going to be a PlayStation $25 gift card. So uh, keep, keep your ears there. on. Um, You're one of our dedicated PlayStation listeners. Yeah. You were you one. were talked about Jared, and you missed the whole thing. <laughs> I feel like we gotta. I feel like we gotta pull that back and re-roll now. Yeah, Sad let's faces. rewind, you guys. You'll just have All to right. watch the VOD. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, watch the VOD. <laughs> <laughs> I even called you by your real name, Jared. Normally, the the meme is that I every time he comes on our show, I call him Javier or Gerald or Geraldo or something like that. We never <laughs> use his real name, but. Well, he missed it. The one time I'll, I'll deign to call him by his weird name, Jared with two R's. Uh, he misses it all. <laughs> uh, so, Colin, it's been a while. What are you playing lately? Like, what uh, what games are you digging into? Honestly, I'm kind of in between games right now. But uh, <laughs> You say that like you're, you're gaming your systems or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, it, yeah, so... Got a side uh, game. I was playing The Sims, but we're fighting right now. <laughs> Me, my brother, and a buddy of mine just finished uh, whatever content's available for Valheim, and then uh, nice. we like the most recent DLC for Total Warhammer came out. So I've been playing with a buddy of mine of that as well. But uh, also been trying to convince my brother to to buy Divinity Original Sin two, and uh, maybe do a playthrough of that. I still it's have so to finish good. that. Like. I got to the second act 
and I keep restarting. Like I'll start a game with like my brother. I'll start a game by myself and then I'll start like a new <laughs> game with my brother and like with my brother and my nephew. And then I just keep yeah. restarting. And I finally got to act two and then I started playing something else. <laughs> so I really I feel need like to get to everyone the I know that's played Divinity Original Sin 2 has had that exact experience. They're like, I've beaten Fort Joy 17 times, but I've never done <laughs> anything else. <laughs> hey, it's one of my favorite games. I definitely enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, co-op is is another monster and it's it's hard to keep people interested for you know a 40 hour game have you picked up boulders gate 3 yet no i haven't i i mean it's definitely on my list to to pick up whenever it comes out but uh i don't want to spoil it for myself you know i don't want to see the early stuff and when they're trying to figure everything out so i'd rather just wait until it finally releases yeah we just started playing multiplayer on it two days ago uh, shortly after we were playing Hell Let Loose the other night. Um, and it's a bit rough still. Like, it looks pretty pretty, and there's only, like, that first act available. Um, but it looks decent for what it is now. I don't think multiplayer works correctly. We crashed, like, five times, but, you know. Yeah. So, it, it's pretty pretty. I think it'll be great once it's finished. Definitely something we should try and play through, or you should, and um, we should Tell chat about, about it. it. Yeah. Maybe a book club? Yeah. Is that a book club game? That's like a 70 hour game. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, we don't have time for that. Hopefully, done in a month. <laughs> do that in a month. I have no time for that. Play, play along with us the next six months. Right. <laughs> exactly. It'll be so, a, it's it'll supposed be to come out club. like 2022. So, if we just keep playing, like if Colin picks it up now and just plays through the, the iterations as it happens, we could do like an act one, an act two, and act three. Um, and it'd be like 10 ish hours per act, I think, without Did any they of the actually... extra stuff. Did they leak some kind of a, or did they announce some kind of potential release date? Uh, they said in a tweet or one of the like near E3 things, they're hopeful for a 2022 launch date. So that's the best okay. we got is 2022. And that's a, we hope 2022. So it's, it's a bit. Yeah. I mean, Larian is pretty good with their, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. If you would say it was pretty good, but uh, for the early access kind of demo, uh, beta stage they spend a lot of time working with the community to make sure they kind of button down any of the issues mm -hmm. before they release yeah i was gonna say like divinity that ran beautifully like there was some i played on the switch there were a few issues but as soon as those were brought to light they were like hey we'll we'll nip it right now um, mm -hmm. so it's really cool that they do work pretty well with the uh their users i wish more game companies would would do that It'd be nice you know, Colin, I'm still a little sad. We haven't had our chance to do an episode on our, like a retrospective on classic. Wow. I think like, yeah, we, were like we were like four episodes into the podcast and we were just like ranting and raving about how excited we were about it. And then we never got a really good chance to talk about it after the fact. <laughs> I think it would be uh, definitely an interesting conversation to have mm -hmm. to specifically talk about wow, classic and uh, like vanilla classic. Um, and then you can briefly you know, have a conversation about TBC. Obviously, it's still running, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like a bonus episode idea. It does sound like a good bonus, <laughs> bonus. episode idea. Or maybe like just uh, your thoughts and gen just general thoughts about what how your classic experience went. So, I mean, it, like the start of classic uh, was amazing, right? It kind of... It, it lived up to the rose tinted glasses and the fact that the community was all working together. You're running dungeons, people are having fun. Everyone's friendly for the most part. Uh, you're leveling up and it's great. 
but then as the uh, like the essential main wave hit max level, you can start seeing the inklings of some toxic community and just other pieces of the original design of the game is not living up to the current times and how information is widely spread and easily accessible kind of uh, just ruins a sense of discovery and potential like memory builds. And yeah, it's just slowly devolved down a spiral of not fun where I could only enjoy playing if I actually had a, like a dedicated group of five people. Right. Right. If I tried to play with any randos, there was a good chance that the rando that we picked up was just a dick and not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, and that's the funny thing too, is that, uh, you know, towards even towards like the the middle of classic wow's lifespan is that like you started seeing less and less people trying to actually level and more people were just boosting you know like if you could even find people to play with anymore everyone would just you know spend you know they'd go and buy six thousand gold with their mom's credit card and then they would go and just start boosting and they would never actually want to interact with anybody unless it was for 40 minutes of raiding right and then you know the uh, economy in the game kind of just blew up with bots. not only bots, but as well as people have, you know, found the optimized way to uh, get gold. So there's just so much money in the economy that it just blew up everything. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a good takeaway from that. Is that like, even with, you know, the role, the rose tinted glasses, I think the game itself held its own design very well but uh, the community had definitely changed so much to the point where it was like, you can't really, it's impossible to relive that experience mainly because yeah, the access to information and just the amount of knowledge about the original game is so vast that like everybody's kind of figured out the best way of doing everything. You know, it's like, it's kind of like, you know, if you go back and play super Mario 64 or something like that, and everybody's just going and waving through it, you're going to have people who are just experiencing it for the first time and it could be really cool, but then there's going to be a ton of people who are going to know the optimized route to get every star and like, you know, basically speed run, like everyone's a speed runner at that point kind of a thing. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting way to go back. We can do another giveaway here since we're probably going to end noon ish, maybe a little bit after. Um, If you are interested in a $25 gift card for PlayStation put PlayStation. Uh, in the chat, and we'll we'll randomize that out and get it to somebody. Um, I wish someone would make a game like World of Warcraft, but it would just be raids. Like you could get an easily kitted out character, and all you do is just go do the dungeon crawls with the same mechanics. You don't have to do the seventy hours of grinding your guy to a certain point. That's the thing that holds me back from any of those games. Is like if I play yeah. that game, I don't play any other games. I'd like to be able to like, where is World of Warcraft Raid Edition, where you just get the raids and you can just jump in as, I mean, like a kitted out know. dude and like that would be super yeah. cool. That's a majority of Yeah, you could argue that that's what retail is. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna I say. I think it's so interesting that like, yeah, like when when you actually put that into a game that has all the other stuff, it kind of ruins the game, right? Like, even though that's the thing that people kind of like, that's the actual game of the game, right? all of the stuff that's around it, like getting to places, like meeting other players, like putting groups together, all of that, like that's what makes the world feel big and real and livable. Right. And all of these things that are kind of 
like put in for convenience sake, right? Like, like cross server instances and like LFG, like lobbies rather than having to shout LFG in, you know, an out of character chat and things like that. Like those things just shrink the world. And I think it's so interesting that like, I totally agree. Like if it was a standalone game that was just based on raids where like every time you go in, you say, okay, here's the loadout that I want to use this time. You just pick one, you just pick a class that has, you know, best in slot, everything that's super fun. Right. But when there is another sort of aspect of the game where you kind of have to build up to that it sort of cheapens the experience a little bit in some ways because it's like you're not working for it It, you know it's like the it's like if you build something in survival in minecraft you know that you went and mined all those bricks and it's like oh it's more satisfying but if you build something in creative it's like oh i just willed them into being right it's two like valid experiences they're kind of opposite sides of the same coin i think that's a really interesting interplay but between those two things Right. Because uh, when you take out, um, so one of the big motivations to doing a lot of this end game content is for progression gear. But then there's yeah. a lot of people who yeah. just do it just to either get, you know, the world first kill or something like that to speed run yeah. it or to, you know, yeah. um, or just to even just see the content. They might not necessarily even care about the gear. So, I mean, yeah, that's def- like what you said, Sam, there's definitely two very valid ways of playing is that like you kind of have this sort of progression focused style of game where you you know you start at level one you work your ass up to level 60 you get the gear to start raiding to get the better gear to raid harder to get the better gear etc etc or yeah or you just play to fight bosses because fighting bosses is fun i think that's one of the strongest (laughs) things about retail wow is that uh, a lot of the boss fights and a lot of the boss mechanics are really interesting and really really fun (laughs) um i mean hot take i actually kind of liked out of bfa i did like the gahoon fight um, which was just like this ba- basically it was a fight where it was just like an like a piece of an engineered old god and like what you had to do is you had to split your raid in half and you basically had to play um football almost with some of your your players so like there was just a big stretch of like webbing that you had to walk through and it was slow you down until you physically can't move anymore and then you had to basically throw a ball to the next person down the lane and then they had to do the same thing until they had to basically (laughs) dunk it in a basket to like move the boss in a certain fashion and then you had to do this on two sides so you had two teams of people doing this synchronously to then damage the boss and it's stuff like that that's just like that's just super cool like besides the gear because the gear in a lot of modern wow i think is dumb anyway but besides the gear (laughs) it's just a fun fight like it's stuff like that. You don't that like I think the cool. big pauldrons that look like skyscrapers? <laughs> no, I, no, I actually love that stuff. It's just that wise, a lot of the gear is just stupid. You know, like right. it's just statted so poorly that it's like half the time the gear doesn't feel like an upgrade. So, like, you basically are already taking a lot of that out of the game by just saying, well, screw the gear. I just want to kill the bosses now. And, and yeah. the, another issue with the gear in retail while compared to older generations of WoW is that. It almost feels like there's just a random name on a piece of gear, right? You don't care what it's called or what it is exactly. It's just like, okay, there are my stats increasing in some form. I think it's better. Uh, I'll just put it on versus in uh, older generations of WoW, you know, you're running a specific dungeon for (laughs) a specific named piece of gear. And you're like, yes, these are the big bad pauldrons from Zulfarak. And I know they're great. And you see them on everybody because everybody loves it. And that's uh, an item that I'm going for versus in retail. It's just like the boss dropped a thing. It said malicious piece of garbage. And I was like, ah, whatever. Okay. My stats are increased. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I guess 
Yeah, to because me and Sam kind of go way back playing EverQuest together. It'd be like, yeah, it's the difference between like, yeah, like EverQuest gear and Diablo gear. So like, yeah, instead of having where in Classic WoW you would have something like Rain Collar, you immediately you could identify it visually. You know exactly what the kind of stats are. You know exactly where it fits or something like that. You know exactly what classes are supposed to have Rain Collar, and then yeah. um, comparing that to like, yeah marauding tower pauldrons of the god whale or something like that where it's just like <laughs> tacked on prefixes and suffixes of gear that's yeah. kind of what it's devolved into so yeah it's just like it's not it's not as satisfying when you get a randomly generated you know piece Looks, of gear it's kind of like uh borderlands gear it's just like yeah giant right. name of whatever item and then yeah and uh well, a handful of stats yeah. on it and the the power creep too is so like you know if i find something you know as like a level eight player that if i find like bloodstained mantle or something like that that has plus four strength and plus four stamina or something like that i'm like oh cool that's really meaningful if i'm like a level 60 character and i go from having something that has plus 724 strength to 726 strength that that's like completely meaningless you know what i mean like it's right. an upgrade but it completely devalues itself just by like the, the power creep like it, like cheapens it you know right and to kind of put it yeah. into perspective with the uh with the wow community it's gotten so ridiculous that like every time that you would get a piece of gear at least in my experience with playing retail wow is that like every time you get a piece of gear it was almost impossible to know if that gear piece was really an upgrade for your class so what you had to do <laughs> is you had to like take your set of gear throw it into like this like algorithmic based simulator and then like <laughs> it would tell you which pieces based on stats and calculations and how it would perform yeah. in what's called a patchwork fight and like it would generate like a like a list of gear that you could potentially have for the combination of pieces that you have and it's like this is so stupid like this is so dumb that i i That's can't gaming, figure baby. it out <laughs> yeah it is an interesting thing though that like um even with that, you know, the social experience, I mean, I think there was like an article not too long ago about the social experience of, of online gaming. And I, I don't remember, if, maybe you remember Colin, but like, I remember there was a, somebody who maybe it was like a blue post from the, from the wow forums or something like that. But people were talking about how like people don't necessarily aren't in shock and awe about the about <laughs> online gaming with other people. And I completely disagree. I think that was one of the big takeaways from Classic WoW is that like people still love the social experience when it comes to yeah. playing these kinds of games, meeting random people. Like people love, uh, funny enough, they love to meet strangers on the internet. And I don't yeah. think it's as that's because we're told not to for so long. Right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, and now people just don't care. Yeah, but, but I think back, yeah, it's still valid. Back to my yeah, comments I mean, about wanting like just the the raid aspect of things. So if it was easier, and I haven't played WoW in forever, so maybe it is with the retail version. If it was easier to get the gear to run that instance, or if it was easier to get a group that wasn't going to like destroy you if you haven't run the raid 50 times, you weren't already <laughs> geared out for it and ready to go. That's the the parts that I hate is you had to like grind for so long just to be able to do it. And then you got dumped on when you weren't perfect at it because you just got to be able to do it. So, I mean there's some good parts to it and there's some bad parts to it. I'd, I'd like to be able to like have fun and do the whole world experience and have all of that. Um, but at the same time, there's so much to getting there that it's, it's almost like a never ending mountain climb just to get to the top 
and then them to push you back down the hill, right? Like it just, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get my, you know, expected destiny comment in here. That's the reason I really don't play destiny anymore. Every three months they reset the power and I don't, you know, I do a lot of things now. I used to main three characters and I just mained one and I don't really play at all because they're every season they're bumping it up. And it's like, by the time I get to the max level and can do end game stuff again, uh, without just getting stomped, it's like, well, I've got a week or two of this before they bump it. And then same old crappy grind again. I'm like, eh, I got other things to do. I got book clubs. Yeah. I got Metro 2033 to play. We got Metro like, to play. No. We don't have time. For uh, I mean, I'm yeah, that kind of just uh, reveals the, the different philosophies in game design over the years, right? So uh, when, you know, when we were all kids, we had plenty of time after school or in the summer to just sit at our computers and grind out that gear and wow, uh, wow vanilla at the time. Right. And, uh, and then we could go through like Sam, you were talking about the uh, going through the struggles to appreciate the, the prize in the end. Right. Um, and now that yeah. we're adults, you know, got kids, don't have time to play games, got jobs, really only have like an hour to play games at night, maybe. And it's like, ugh, like I'm not going to spend 40 hours grinding to get to the fun part, quote unquote, of the game. So give me that instant gratification, boost me up, give me that gear, <laughs> let me play the fun part of the game, and then I'm going to drop out. <laughs> so it's not, it's not necessarily just like boost up and get the fun gear and then do the fun part. If they made it easier to do that, I'm not saying just give it to you, but if they, if they made it easier to do some of that stuff where you're not running the same raid 15 times, for one item to drop that five of you are going to fight over. And I don't know what has changed in the past. Yeah. I just know that like there's a belt that everybody wants and everyone's only running it. And it doesn't matter. Like you could run with your group, but somebody's still going to go in there and gank it. Cause they just want it. Like they're going to do a roll on it instead of like the, a, uh, who gets it. Four strength, four stam leather belt, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never played wow, but so there's shared loot streams in that game. It's not like individual. Well, in it depends on it uh. depends on your iteration of game. So in the like classic version of the game, each boss had a set loot table that it would drop one to two pieces, right? Depending on the tier of the the content. Mm. So it would drop that piece, and then in a raid scenario, you know you have forty people, and it would drop maybe three pieces of gear. You got to split up that three pieces of gear across forty people. Oh, wow. Um, in retail version. Now it's all personalized loot. Mm -hmm. So you're, you just rolls a dice for you. And then, uh, you know, sometimes you get a piece of gear. Sometimes you get a tiny bit of gold. Sometimes you get some other piece of garbage. And then it's all personalized and you don't have to fight over it. Yep. Um, yeah, just ask uh, G Slayer in the chat how long it took him to get his sword out of Nax Ramus. <laughs> it was weeks. I know it was weeks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was all the way up until just about uh, before BC came out. And uh, uh, Mike, just to clarify, I'm not uh, trying to invalidate your experience or yes, your you are. Uh, preference in gaming. <laughs> and I'm not saying you're wrong, right? Right, it's right. It's like right. I'm in the I'm in the same boat, right? I got I got three kids. I don't have time to play games. I got I don't have time. Like Nobody that's why I don't play classic WoW anymore. That's why I don't play it because like I can't keep up with all these all these zoomers out there that can spend hours and hours <laughs> on grinding money and you know getting all the gear and doing all that stuff. So. That's why I'm trying to gravitate more towards single player games. Where's the my own pick. Where's the middle aged like player 
MMO. Where's the, where's the one for us that are like, oh, See, I got like yeah. 30 minutes on my lunch on break. <laughs> I mean, I'd almost yeah. push back on that because there are so many people who used to play EverQuest who were just like that. You know, they had like yeah. three, four kids or something like that. They worked like 80 hour weeks or something, but they still were on like at 3 a.m. or something because they wanted to farm out like a druid book or something like that. Like, yeah, well, but sure, all I their guess... kids starved to death because they weren't yeah, neglecting true. them. So. And is that yeah. because <laughs> they like playing the game or was that just an alcohol <laughs> replacement, right? Like, was it? <laughs> Right. <laughs> a little bit of A, a little bit of B. You know, well, you're, you're obviously we, giving up something to spend that time, yeah. right? So like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not sleeping and I'm going to just let my kids run around while I sit on the computer. Yeah. That's just all those you know, neglected what, what we, kids grew up to be assholes. That's all that happened. Yeah, right, exactly. right. What we need is like like Project 99, like the EverQuest emulated server, right? Has uh, They have like blue and red server, right? So the blue is like the regular like non-PVP. Red is the PVP server. We need a gray server for all the old who like, it, it's got to <laughs> be go. like always like double experience, like always like increase the boomer servers. Drop. No, what was yeah, it? Exactly. Uh, the grandma's servers. boy call it the gray bush server. The yes, gray bush server. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I'm gonna pull us in here and say we've got a winner for the gift card. Um, we did have three entries, a little bit of a late one here. We added that too to make sure. Um, Sam, you actually you're getting a PlayStation Whoa. card, buddy. Woo! I'm I'm smiling, but you Poggies. can't see because I'm not on camera. Do you actually uh, have I'm a clapping. PlayStation though? I do have a PlayStation. Yeah. Nice. I, well, not a PlayStation 5. I have nobody, has, nobody, has, nobody has that. Yeah, only nobody Chris. has an only Chris. Yeah. Has. Chris is the only one on the planet who has a, a PS5. Much. One of 10. I, you know, I remember there. I was standing in a dark alleyway and a, a shady looking man in a trench coat walked up to me and he said, I'll give you a PlayStation 5. And he handed me a gun and I said, nope, no way. I don't want in on this. You know, I, <laughs> I, I drew the line at whatever it was he wanted me to do. With yeah. that gun and that syringe in that dark alleyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Did it involve Phil Spencer uh, too? I don't know. I didn't That's ask him questions. It, it, was, it was Phil Spencer in the trench coat. There's a reason we haven't yeah. seen one in the background of his uh, office. He must have been yeah. barefoot too. <laughs> he, I think he wanted Aww. me to. I think he wanted me to take out Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> Sam just didn't notice the Battletoads logo that was peeping out of the open trench coat on his t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. He was the original Battletoad. <laughs> All right, cool. So congratulations, Sam, on your prize. We well, got, thank you. We'll one, get that last, out to you. one last thing uh, to get rid of here, I think. Uh, it's another Game Pass gift card um again we got it i mean let's, yeah, let's just we get rid of it. it um again this <laughs> works for pc or xbox because th- you did get an ultimate right yep. um so it works, ultimate. It, it works ultimate it works if you got a computer to play on phones. and it works if you've got a phone to do xcloud stuff it works for it it's so blurry <laughs> put it at your face right <laughs> at your face yep perfect there we go um so another three months of that uh hundreds of games again put um God, I really want to use the Phil Spencer line, but I'm not going to use it. Um, <laughs> just put feet in the chat. Oh, feet. Oh, <laughs> feet. That's F-E-E-T. That's a good, yeah, that's a good old OG campfire meme. Do I disable so, chat after this? So if you're looking for uh, a Game Pass gift card, again, it works on PC and it works Xbox. Your phones can even run it uh, if you have a smartphone. Um Feet Do you guys remember what chat. episode we made that reference? No clue, oh. man. We've had a hundred episodes. I barely what we did. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. what we did for the last episode? Yeet. I mean, that's what the feet end up doing, but <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So 
Super cool. Uh, I want to thank Sam and Colin for joining us here. Uh, it's yeah, been a fun time. We're going to probably wrap up the podcast with just us. Um, so if you'd like to get going, we can yeah. say our goodbyes. Thanks for joining. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. we Thanks for hanging out with you us. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will finally feed, I am released. Feed you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Uh, Rich, let me know when you want to do that uh, WoW Classic postmortem. Yeah, we'll do, man. <laughs> cool. God, thank you so much for having me, you guys. I had a blast talking. Yeah, about it. it was yeah, great having you, man. Yeah, man. It's good thanks, having you, Colin, Sam. It's been a blast. <laughs> All right. Later, later, later. boys. Peace. So we're going to go just a little bit longer here. Um, we'll get this last gift card. I want to make sure everybody gets a chance who wants it uh, to put their names in and um, get that going. So. so there's a virtual platform that you can do D&D on, right? Yeah. Roll 20 is a popular one. So yeah, we say should that's get a, a... Sam to orchestrate a campfire gaming session where he DMs while we play. <laughs> we could. That's the fun campfire gaming podcast one shot. Yeah. Let's make it a crossover. Too. Yep. That's, but we do my original plan where we have to build a world around our, our ourselves and our podcast. Well, so we, I said, it, bring him into Cold State Entertainment, be, you know, yeah. bring him under that umbrella. Like it we'll has to be take a, over hostile takeover their podcast. <laughs> we have to do. Yeah, we'd have to do a campaign where we have to rescue Phil Spencer as he's yes. like, our prin- he's like our princess in the tower. We have to rescue him from like. And he's he's dressed Reggie up like Princess May Peach. or something. All of our uh, all Frank of our uh, or something. All our weapons and armor is Labo. Yeah, we have, <laughs> yeah, we have Labo armor. <laughs> that would be that fun. would be fantastic. Yeah, that would uh, that would be awesome. Hey, it looks like Sam's down. All nice. right. <laughs> Todd Howard is the bad guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that actually fits. We got a we got a rope in EA in there somewhere too. Yep. And for the sake of steam, we could have Gabe Newell being some divine influence who comes down and blesses us with some sort Stadia of Stadia is the end boss. Yeah. It's, it's got to be like EA. We keep paying them for information, but they only give us a little bit. <laughs> so bad. we have to keep paying more. No, we have to keep paying them to get a random box of information, too. <laughs> but if you're talking about EA, we have a magic power because we can pull out our Game Pass spell. Ooh, and EA ooh. is included with that. So, you know, you can. Hey. But only certain EA. Yes, it's it's a selective. This sounds like the best D and D campaign I've ever played. <laughs> One last shout out: put feet in the chat uh, if you are interested in a Game Pass gift card. We're gonna roll that here shortly. Um, so about twelve ten, we'll run that one. Dudes, we did it! A hundred episodes. Hundred. Good job. Here's for hundred. That is awesome. Thanks yep. to all our listeners, oh, yeah. our viewers, uh, our past hosts that are no longer with us uh, not on the podcast. <laughs> not like they passed away. <laughs> wow. Say. Jeez, man. You told me they went to a farm upstate. <laughs> I really didn't. I just, what did I say? I just, I just don't go digging up Matt's backyard. I just, I just say there's down a, the toilet. There's a you know? couple that I haven't heard from in a long time. So oh. I don't know. <laughs> um, thanks, thanks for all our guests today. So, so we, yeah. we don't we don't keep going on a dark note. Yes, right. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you, everybody for listening. Uh, for sure, we do appreciate uh, whether you listen to the live stream, uh, whether you're listening to us on the podcast, or checking out our book clubs uh, every time we do one here on video. Um, super cool 
to work and talk with all of you, uh, play games with you and things like that. So absolutely awesome that you were willing to stick us out for a hundred episodes, or if you've only been here for five or 10, um, right. We enjoy it. And thank you to all the people who are in chat today too. Um, we love the support. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, and all the listeners who have been, you know, dedicated with us from either episode 100 or episode one to episode 99. Like if you're just a new listener, you know, thank you for your support. We we really do appreciate it. We It means a lot to all of us that you would bother listening to our podcast. Yeah. Make sure to join our discord so you can tell us what you want us to do more of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or love your of. feedback. Or less of, yeah. <laughs> So if yep. you've never heard before, the book club episodes, they take communities. Yep. Journey was last month, and that was a community recommendation. And I think yep. there's another one coming up down the pipeline at some point. Yeah, we're waiting for Correct. it to release on a certain system before we, we, we tackle that one. The but Switch yeah. Pro, right? Yeah, the yeah. Switch Pro. <laughs> I'm glad we threw that uh, this in is how there. I so we're to that point of the, the episode where we got to talk to Switch Pro. So, you know. I'm disappointed. I should have gone out and gotten a Nintendo Switch gift card. I feel like it's been left out. So That's there's true. still, so here's the deal. There is still, and this might say something about our audience is mostly like PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Mm-hmm. There is still a, at last I checked, so it might've gotten picked up. Uh, there is still a code on Twitter for a Nintendo oh, gift card. Right. So if you go back and find it, <laughs> um, it's all it's, yours. It's like 10 or 20 bucks. And it's just, it's been sitting there forever. So uh, if you like Nintendo, go back and get it. It might be and there. It does, and well, it hasn't there you been go. claimed. No, uh, I, I checked it. it. I checked it maybe six days ago, and it was still there, like 20, um, 20 bucks or something like that. So you've got Uh-oh. a good chance. Treasure hunt. Yep. Treasure there you hunt. go. Uh, but again, there's other people listening. Uh, I think I said it in a previous episode too, so it might have been claimed. I just haven't gone back to look, so it could be gone. Any idea when it was posted? Eleni is asking. She has oh, a switch. God. That's the fun part. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> oh, that's a, a lot of tweets. It's <laughs> gotta that's be. A, that's a treasure hunt. Good luck. <laughs> was it this year? Was. was it I, this year? I remember when you did it. I just can't recall. Yeah, exactly. I think our Twitter is in the description of the video. Um, it is. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's down in the bottom here on the description. But mm-hmm. yeah, I remember when luck. you shared it, but I don't remember how long ago that was. Oh, it was had to have been March or something last year. I don't know. Oh, oh wow. last year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So 2020 or early 2021. Um, That's crazy. Something like that. But it's I, was still, say, I was on when you did it. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. So. so March of this year, maybe somewhere beyond that. Um, I don't know. Take a look. Hopefully bit. it's there. Um, <laughs> unless somebody snagged it up, then I'm sorry. You did all that treasure hunting. for nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else, dudes, no. you want to get into before we call it a day? Did you announce our? I will. Oh, okay. Our feet winner. Our feet winner. Feet. The winner should, of feet. Should have gave a, given away a foot massage. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that pedicure. Um, oh no, pedicure. Those things have to be gunky and like. Kick your nails, did. Yeah. No, no, no. They've got to be like <laughs> yellow and malformed and ready. Yeah. It Ew. makes it better. <laughs> it makes it better. It's um, better squish. Yep. He's speaking yep. from experience. <laughs> Uh, anyways, Anthony, you actually win our last uh, gift card here. And Congratulations. We'll jump on the Discord, send us Oops. a message saying, hey, I got the Game Pass thing, and we'll send it your way. Way to go, Anthony. 
Cool. You like feet. He's <laughs> <laughs> all um, about the feet. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, please be sure to do so. We love more subscribers and we love making more content. This is uh, the live stream stuff is relatively new to all of us, but uh, we're having a blast with it, I think. Yeah. 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 Every, every book oh, yeah. club now is live streamed, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, more people on our Discord is great. You could play Hell Let Loose with us or Phasmophobia or. Or anything else that you want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, make recommendations. We're always open for something new to play. Yeah. We need Absolutely. more. We need more people to play Hell Let Loose because I think a few people are just getting fed up with it. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I was going to get on and play with you guys the other night, but man, I was so freaking tired. I was like, I don't want to get into an hour and a half long game. <laughs> I was, I was hot, man. I was office there. I had my M1 carbine. I was picking krauts off from 350 meters. It was beautiful. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the, the new whole content. time. The whole time, though, Matt, you were like, I'm doing almost as good as Rich. So it's not you're still yeah. not the top. Tier. Oh, almost, man. <laughs> until you get until you get an 8.1 KD, oh, you're not as good as damn. me. Jeepers. I um, there was um one match we were playing and I was the machine gunner. It's before I took over officer role. And I had a it was like 10 to 10 kills uh, and three deaths. But the match ended. I was like, at that rate, I would have been pretty darn close to Rich. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just sat up in an alley and just watched those damn Yanks come around the corner and mowed them down. I also Sounds like, like you found the, uh, the yeah. tweet. Oh, see if nice. it worked. Yeah, if it's used up, let us know and we'll send you another one just because you went to the, take the time to go hunt it down. Yeah. Oh, there so, you go. <laughs> we'll get you another another gift card out there if it is eaten. If it's not, congratulations. Um, yeah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for hanging out with us. Check out our Discord at uh, Camp or yeah, check out our website at campfiregamingpodcast.com, um, where you can jump on our Discord. There's an invite in the description of this video. Um, and there is also on our website, you can get uh, to our Discord from there. Check us out on Twitter at Camp Game Pod and Instagram, Campfire Gaming Podcast. Um, other than that, thanks for joining, and we'll see you next time around the campfire. Hand <laughs> spear finger. You want to get a foot up there too, Matt? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's all fuzzy. All right. Well, now we're demonetized. Great.